Callous. Tumbling down the rabbit hole? Hmm? You could say that. I can see it in your eyes. You have the look of a man who accepts what he sees because he is expecting to wake up. Most welcome and well met everybody. This is Team Rabbit Edition 281. The safe word is Helena with Exertus, <laughs> making music, making conversation, making content, making ripples. Join the team as we chat with Andreas, aka Exertus, our ground score Valentine and a regular at Ye Old Rabbit Hole. We discuss life sinks, ambitions, and the pursuit of happiness in an ever changing world. And if we actually were to include everything we're going to talk about, even just today in this description, it would have more amendments than the U.S. Constitution. Well met, Andreas. Well, what's what up? up? How you guys doing? Good to see you. Oh, I'm beat, but you know how it goes. So something we do on the uh, Team Rabbit Hole podcast, as you know, is to correspond this episode number 281, reduce it numerologically. And I might actually be changing that per Raphael's request. How are you reducing it? How two plus reducing? eight is 10 plus uh, okay. 11, you know, 281 and then down again. So two in this case. Uh, so 281 goes down to two. Ultimately, to the high priestess, I offer up the mysteries of life. This is about trusting your intuition, listening to your inner guides, understanding yourself better, listening to the music of the universe, allowing creative ideas to germinate. Raphael, you get us the rando. What be that? We got the Princess of the Waters, which is the, actually in the right away tarot, this would be the, of course, now I'm even, now even I'm confused. Every time between right away is the princess. That's exactly. Thank you. Um, well, the, yeah, earth, the earth and water. We have a generous, dreamy young woman, sweetness, poetry, gentleness, and kindness. And most importantly, imagination. So here we go. Ooh. I just want to point can out. Can you solo that card? Can you solo that so we can see it? Oh, the solo works. It's, a, it's a Phil Collins in the air tonight drum solo of the card. Yeah, no, we've had him on a few times. Uh, that's Wizard of Oz, right? Uh, Wizard of Odd, I should say. He's got a great deck. I've got one of those indeed. back in Colorado. Do you guys want to look like a fucking uh, dealer from Vegas? What's going on here? Do you want to know exactly one which one? The, the one that's closest to your uh, one, two, to your uh, to your. <laughs> <laughs> it's so great on your right hand your second finger closest to your second finger second from his the other second second from the top of this one so is fine index too. or ring index finger thank you for the proper words yeah. yes direction index. yeah index All right. yeah. i just this trust up, andreas but this, this feels like here? david copperfield touch the screen and okay. i just made the statue of liberty disappear or whatever the fuck he used to do Ooh, you got the raw card you got the raw end of the yeah, deal bro right there Ra is also Hebrew for evil, as well as the sun god, which is for good. But uh, Shu, it's Tef two Nut. again. Shu Tefnut, and there's definitely, definitely some love, love, loving going on here. So happy, uh, pagan faunus, happy faunus, nice. right? Happy faunus, as they said. That is what's up. 
I do want to thank you, Andreas, for coming on and being our Valentine, our sweet little bay. Uh, you Pisces, you. I, I've I've got your chart. I, don't, I guess I've done it before or whatever. You're a zero degrees Pisces, which is uh, it's, crazy. It's, it's it's interesting to me, like Valentine's Day, because before it was Valentine's Day, when it was Faunus, what they used to do. Do you know how like the the Roman like February season was? What they used to do, like. Have you heard of this? Faunus. No. All right. Go so like it. the agricult the agricultural gods, Faunus. And so what they did was they would uh, do sacrifices, but the sacrifices got really lazy until they were just kind of like parties, you know? So most of the time what they did was they just took the hides of bloody, like just killed animals and slap women's naked chests with them. That was what they did wow. on Faunus. Yeah. And eventually the they blood just, flowing. Literally. Eventually, they were like, uh, we probably need to make this more of a like, you know, so Valentine, he was a uh, saint who was murdered. But before he was murdered, he was in a like prison and they he supposedly wrote letters to this like teenage girl. Super weird, messed up. And, but she was like keeping him alive because he was dreaming of her or something like that. That's the alleged Catholic origin of St. Valentine, which Wait, is so also like weird. she was Beatles maniacing out on this dude. And he was like, I'm down with this. We'll pull a Lolita. Yeah, I mean, he's in a, I do, it's hard to understand because he's like he's so in love with this. Like and he's supposed to be in jail to be a priest. And everyone's like, wow, St. Valentine, because he died for Christ. But like, really, did he or is there more to the story here, you know, that we don't understand? So there's always more to the pictures. There's always more rabbit holes as the high priestess card would show us. Cause I know so much about you as much as I could. Uh, actually I'm always surprised how little I know <laughs> about you, quite frankly. Uh, it's like, Holy shit. How much content do you make? Um, but the high priestess is about the esoteric, the hidden things. Right. So I want to yeah. do us all a solid and get into, cause we've had you on like, I don't know. I want to say between five and 10 episodes. Um, and I, I, there's so many little projects I want to do with you, but then your plate is so full that it's almost like showing up to a cornucopia. That's, through the loom full and i'm just like i don't even know if like what the fuck so um, we can either start just we can keep just chatting about bullshit like well yeah i know whatever you're into i mean so you're talking about astrology for a second oh he's not actually making that face he's frozen guys just in case you were thinking he's like i don't know bro he's still hitting all the code words you know cornucopia and all of that you know we got something yeah. about the fish and the fruit and these gods, right? But now you're back. Get him a copper wire. My internet hates me. So if it does this, guys, we can blame my non-tech savviness. In any event, um, we can get into your music and Helena and all that and all your record <laughs> releases. I mean, that's kind of why I wanted you on. I was like, look, I want to look under the hood and talk about your artistry um, because you are a Pisces um, with a North Node in Pisces. So... It's I guess the astrology is cool because it's my birthday soon, so I'm stoked on that. But, you know, it's weird. Like, I usually introvert around my birthdays, too. So I get kind of Aquarius, and then I go Pisces, and it, there's a little bit of Aquarius still that happens, I feel like, you know. But when I was young, I didn't really buy into astrology because I always read, like, mainstream and Aquarius. And then it was incorrect because my birthday's so on the edge, I figured I was yeah, just the last day. Zero degrees, 20 minutes. Like, yeah. you're... Two, just about two minutes it's, it's 20 i thought it was two it, whatever it is eight seconds okay 20 minutes is even more than i thought so that, that's actually kind of reassuring in a way i'm like more pisces than i thought i was like wow i'm on the edge here but you're fully still, in you're not that's a, good yeah but you said you were a breach or whatever a c-section cesarean yeah yeah a c-section yeah. so so yeah. do you think that fucked you up <laughs> like how do you think that plays on the psyche like do you think god that i hope 
Uh, if so, like, I only wonder because I feel okay. Um, I don't think it fucked me up, but I, I do think that it was probably an interesting, um, uh, like, you know, Caesar was a cesarean. So, like, things, people that are born of a cesarean, like, it probably changes you in some way. Is that the or... nomenclature origin? Cesarean? They were like, oh, shit. So, wait, a it was Cesarean Brute on the end and knives at the beginning, knives at the end. Yeah. I got to look up his chart. I don't even know if we could do that. But uh... and, and mythologically, so is Jupiter, right? Jupiter is a Cesarean out of Saturn. So, I mean, there's a lot of. Yeah. But everybody is. <laughs> We're all just kind of ripping ourselves alien style out of the stomachs of mothers or whatever. So um, I do want to get into the music and stuff but see a part of me is like oh we can just shoot the shit have you seen ohio it's doing white noise stuffs or whatever right uh, i did talk about that the other day because we were on base af and it, you know it's funny because i did see white noise and i hope you saw it interesting just the film first yeah. half of it the first half of it i liked second half i was like oh you went too um it just it left it left very postmodern <laughs> yeah but it was but like the the hitlerian professor and the that white noise genius and, yeah yeah yeah, yeah. i think they did an important thing and also it, it is interesting with this predictive programming um we did talk yeah. about vinyl chloride vinyl chloride is really dangerous it's an aerosol gas they probably did do an explode a controlled explosion to burn off the gas in order to stop it from leaking even further uh, it's probably going to be pretty bad. We won't notice all the effects for 20 years, you know, that kind of thing. Well, it seems you've already covered it. But uh, yeah, I saw it last night and I had seen that film with my Nana. And I was just like, at first I was like, didn't know if I should show it to her because I I couldn't vet it like in a, in a way. I was like, is this real? Is this is this like photoshopped? What is this? Because white noise. I just saw it. And I was like, art imitating life? What the fuck? And then New York Times and people were talking about it, which doesn't necessarily make it valid. But, you know, it's a little more than, you know. Jimmy I mean, Cricket the fact Facebook or whatever. I'm now that I'm back in California. Like, I live really close to all that stuff, so I drive by Netflix, um, you know, their headquarters often. And I know people that work there and what they're they're trying to do. So I don't think that they're all like evil planning, like train derailments. But it's also it's part of the subconscious, and a lot of artists are thinking of this stuff. And we notice this with artists ourselves. Like, you pick up on something because you're empathic, you know, and you see this is just the sign of the times like a trail derailing and how things are like uh, the eighties. And that show shows this idea of the collapse. Like remember when things were different or remember how they were when they were okay, how long ago that was. And these, this kind of um, value structure, it, it was something that's more general, but the thing is there's like 1600 derailments a year or something like that. So it's not as uncommon as people think there's two more yesterday. And then today there's another one. At least I guess the thing is of- toxic airborne events necessarily aren't the commonality right it's right and the thing is it looked (laughs) it looked exactly like that it was a giant black cloud of smoke and it was a control i mean from what we found out that it's a controlled um explosion in order to 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 stop this from getting to further states i mean it, it just the entire thing fed into the way the movie shows it is in white noise they're constantly unaware of what's happening and you can tell from the family's position that the government's acting quickly but not quickly enough don't have all the experts in one room or trying to figure out how to get them from across the country it's taking them like a day to respond to what's going on because it's a central federalized government planning these events around you know these micromanaging it's super realistic though because there's people you hear exactly all sorts happened. of chinese whispers with the conspiracy theories versus like reality counter realities it's almost like as soon as an event happens, there's 40 perspectives that may or may not even be true on a spectrum. And then right. it's about experiencing the truth versus 
reality, whatever. But it's, it's like, movie. this is the problem is like, oh, I thought you meant reality. Yeah, that's funny. Uh, the problem <laughs> is with reality that our government and the elite. So it's too easy to say, you know, this is just incompetent leadership. Like, and that is exactly, you know, I, I agree that a lot of 90% of everything is, is uh, designed with the idea of being a gas guzzler. Like they know that they'll have cops running cars 24 hours a day on premium wasting gas. So that'll cover the real things that they're doing. It's, it's all and the same people that figured out how to sell popcorn for $10 to launder money. You know, they're running the government and they're selling hundred dollar rolls of toilet paper now. So it, it's not just incompetent leadership. There's clearly strategic planning that's allowing for things like this to happen. My prediction or my hypothesis is that they are removing the mass manufactured quantity agriculture systems to replace them with selective alternatives to monocropping, which some of us have probably advocated for all our lives. They're going to say, hey, now you're going to have to all buy seven dollar eggs because they're all going to be organic. They're all going to be from these small farms. You're not going to be able to get eggs from 200 miles away. You're going to have mm. to get eggs from your own community. This kind of micromanaging, but designed to create. Um, macrobiotic communities all the way the agenda 21 and uh, the program a codex alimentarius actually talk about ways towards organic solutions they're not very you know, this, yeah this is exactly so there's yeah, this you. is the thing it's like not necessarily that it's a good thing but it's just that it's important to know thing. It's the I mean, how many fucking shelves of peeps and fucking, uh, you know, Tootsie Rolls do we need? I, I, I'm I'm all it's tricky. I'm not a fuck ca- communist by any means, but it's like, when is the free market free choice too free? It's like we're just producing st- like, you know what I mean? Like there's companies. I have no frame of products. reference. <laughs> what? Of peeps or whatever? No, of color. I mean, of you know, freedom. You know, I was thinking in a grayscale world, like how do you just define a, a hue or spectrum? So this idea of like a free market, like a free market is a free forum. A free forum is a place where there is an exchange of goods or serve free exchange of of um, free participants, a voluntary participants. So you, you know, I'm a free person. You're a free person. We voluntarily decide to exchange goods or services or ideas, right? Is that really possible? Except for on the internet virtually? We've only ever experienced the hypothetical version of it. We've never actually been allowed to have a truly open forum. People are always um Well, it's usually forced. economic stratification, right? So it's like the gas station cookies aren't going to be the same thing as the whatever. No, I, I forget. Whole Foods cookies or, what, you know, whatever. <laughs> so, right? It's just like, okay, you pay what you can kind of thing. And that seems to be the guiding hand of the free market. But it's... I don't, like I'm saying, I'm not advocating communism by any means, but it seems like uh, Japan is a good example where they're so kind of uh, internally governed with, um, how do you even put it, keeping up with the Joneses or, you know, groupthink, where they're like, number one, number two, number three, like the products. Nintendo kind of, building well, they, owned by the Yakuza. Yeah, they are what? an empire. They are an empire with the Yakuza. I was just thinking about the Yakuza and PlayStation the other day. Every time they make like a major move, I'm like, dude, guys, like it's calm down. But the triads, okay. watch out. Yeah, no, but if you think about Japan, you have to remember that they are an empire. For instance, if your body mass index is over 39, they're going to take over your life, you know, like, and people have said, oh, it's not that big of a deal. They just control what you eat and make you exercise, and which is awesome. Don't get me wrong. But if your body mass index is too large to be Japanese, they will take over your life and they will make you look Japanese again by forcing you to eat the right foods and to go on the right diets. That's awesome in some ways, but that's also despotism like objectively that's controlling someone's life. So it's important to to see that, I think. 
or you could become a sumo ringer maybe that's the you know the escape right route. that's but there's a license to be fat in japan i love that since, country, since really. you talk about uh, indeed yeah, in yeah yeah <laughs> totally at uh, this inland <laughs> sea i already i already know the spot so um since you spoke about capitalism of course the idea would be that everyone has perfect information that's the theory right all the participants have perfect information of the system that's, and know that's what they're mostly doing, for right? that's mo no that's only in a democracy so that's the beauty of capitalism capitalism mm. you just have to be able to have the freedom to make exchanges so capitalism exists in anarchy which is the system we live in and people make the exchange of their freedom right and so really it's it's you only have one right your 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 right is the hobesian right there's Locke, and Locke said you have the right to go fishing you know but that's not real you have the hobesian right to hobbs for those of us who are stupid yeah hobbs and Locke. hobbs <laughs> yeah. hobbs has the hobesian right hobbs says you have the right to not submit as far as death like you can try not to submit until they kill you Right. You you can basically be forced to submit. You have still. the right to be a really stubborn donkey. It's kind of what they're you saying. You can be as stubborn as possible. And that's like that is a that's objectively something interesting about nature. No. So that is a right in a sense. And it, until they neurolink you and then that'll be gone. But until then, you have one right and you can exchange that right for social contract and social contract gives you, you know, we'll put your kids in a better horse trough eating race school you know whatever the heck they're we're make we'll make them run machines uh for less hours a day you know whatever the promises are you know we'll we'll make sure that when they're kind of old we won't kill them for at least five years we'll give them drugs you know whatever the social security and healthcare things we're given but education these positive government governance things they're all in exchange for you know your rights so it's not that you have a democracy a, and yeah in a democracy, think of the giver right where it's like look you're going to function in our system but you can kind of go down a pipe but not full freedom it's like right well, anyway keep going a, demo I, I a, a, democ a democracy is a problem because the idea uh like raf said is usually that you would want to have a bunch of like educated informed people exclusively you have to have only educated only informed people imagine if there was one person who didn't get the memo you know what i mean it would destroy a democracy and not just that they'd all have to be stoics like they have to be athenian stoics not just like the actual athenians but the way that they played them on tv they have to pretend to have no emotion have no reaction just completely make decisions based on logic and somehow from there still it doesn't really we don't have a democracy because we're using representative systems to vote on something rather than decide so it used to be that you would have two philosophers were wandering around actually lots of philosophers would wander around like bums you know like guitarists and they would show up to a town and they'd be in athens or heliorchus and say okay what are you guys yelling and throwing rocks at each other about and then because everyone would always be doing this and then they'd say, Can you well, imagine you know, like a west side story with philosopher groups doing it it's like <laughs> stoics <sighs> existentialist then, fuck you i could i could feel that i could feel that but they they would then say well we're arguing about this you know whether or not uh this person should or these kinds of people should be allowed to do this or that and then they'll say okay um what's here we'll pay us and we'll decide it for you and then they flip a coin and then the side of one side of the town goes to one philosopher traveling philosopher and the other side of the town goes the other traveling philosopher and they don't even care but they're arguing it out in order to have the most clear argument and to list out all the points that could possibly be involved with that because it's a job it's like playing a song it's like playing well they're like guitar. social engineers kind of right they're like we're entering 
in a weird way. We talked about Tron last time, but it's like they're uh, with that. I don't know what was with you with Terrence Malick and the dinosaur and all that. Um, they were uploading a certain algorithm. I mean, that's the whole point, mm. kind of. It's like, look, how are we going to spread this? It's artificial I'm, intelligence. They're in spreading yeah. artificial intelligence. They well, created a kind of intelligence. They created <laughs> in it. They created. They artificially like they synthesized a new way of hmm. thinking. They worked together to create ways of thinking that's not natural, and then they installed that into people. But they would play this giant argument in front of a town, and then they'd have people laughing, crying, clapping, and then they'd let the people letting the architects decide. play through them, and then whatever kind of the zeitgeist spoke, I guess thus it was or whatever. Now. People could say we could get back to that, but how is that any different than what politicians from the Uniparty do for the debates? It's the same thing. No, it's the same song and dance. I mean, same as it ever was, right? Kind of thing. Which makes it's okay. So where are we going to go? We don't have to talk about you know geopolitics forever, but um, where are we going to? Where do you think we're going to go? I think the free hand of the market or whatever, you know, that Adam Smith kind of idea maybe felt good on paper, but I don't know if it's practical, and we're hitting limits. Raphael would probably disagree with this because scarcity is an illusion kind of argument, but it seems like we're hitting limits in terms of just distribution. People in the chats are saying, oh, we don't have eggs in Reno and stuff like that. So it's like, all right, we're going to have to be self-governing. Yeah, exactly. That's, we're going to have to do it ourselves. Right. Oh, but that is part internet. of the goal, I think, is so they're going to get rid of the cappuccino economy in a lot of ways, but that's not necessarily bad. Because it will allow for each community to build its own technology. You're going to see new innovations in Australia, new innovations in Canada, new innovations in Mexico. I mean, they're already doing it. And so that's kind of cool. But you're also seeing a slowdown of what was building. Because I remember 2007 is like the cappuccino economy, like Apex, where, you know, you could be in the middle of the Appalachian Mountains and you could get a package delivered to you that was from China that cost you free shipping. You know, I mean, that's crazy that that existed. And so you could buy springs and corks and whatever the heck you needed, you know, sprockets and <laughs> whatever non-existent part. And you could build something that didn't exist yet. And that's the thing. Like we can't we can't just live in a world where we're excluded from building things. But that was and that was frustrating for 10 years. But now we have a huge maker space in the United States. And if we keep pushing it, we can have I mean, in the United States, in California specifically, but I've seen it in other uh, other states, there are libraries that have 3D printers. We've I work to make sure that the Scotts Valley Library has three 3D printers in it. Um, it's paid for by tax money. When you go to the library, you can use a 3D printer. These little steps can be done to make sure that people have access to building and creating in this time that's coming that's clearly artificially created, though, because all of us are, you know, everywhere I've ever been, everyone's cool. Everyone wants to be friends with each other. I mean, even um, who is it? The Taliban is making like super race cars now i'm pretty sure they want to hang out i've seen them dance with to drake you know so the the deal isn't what we were told everyone wants to be friends and you've heard this actually before but every time then they come along and they create this fake war well this is about to be one of the biggest ones they just told this morning or was it last night depends on how you look at it, it was this morning in russia that they had to get out, out every american of the of, of the russian federation or face possible consequences the united states embassy is closing and then this is it and that usually is like the precursor for um, serious issues yeah like actual war right because uh if you're getting everyone out of the country the next step is to get out all the people that are secretly in the country so you know there's going to be this is where you're going to start fighting i mean and we've been talking about this a bit on base but operation running start where they took 
CIA agents, they dropped them from planes into the Ukraine in the 80s or the 70s, I forget, like late 70s, early 80s, and dropped them at night. And they killed and took over the lives of people that they had plastic surgery to look like. Guys who'd lived, like these guys lived in America all their life before this, but they'd been raised by, you know, Russian or Ukrainian people in America. They'd been there, you know, because people immigrate. And so they worked for the CIA and then they had hated the communists. And so they went and they, installed themselves and lived secretly for years and took over and just destroyed Chernobyl amongst other things. So, I mean, there's just how many more examples of that do you expect to find in the next few years? People that have gone back and forth, you know, I feel like whatever we talk, I'm my child fragile eggshell mind is cracked because I'm like, this is not the narrative that I know. And I'm like, part of me is like, Oh, that's crazy. That I believe that. Cause I like you. And then part of me is like, you're a CIA operative or, you know, I've always thought this kind of thing because anyway, I don't actually think you are one, but um, no, it's like, I'm not very kind on, on all the things that have happened in the seventies and eighties. So I was just about to say yeah. the houses we built in the seventies finally fall as arcade part would say. So it's like, it seems like there's this real zeitgeist shift. Obviously we're always talking about it. I guess it's, it's happening um, in phases. Uh, but I was just kind of wondering, we don't have to ramble about this forever, but yeah, it seems like life imitating art, imitating life, predictive programming. Uh, white noise the whole thing was i think a, it was genius but it was disturbing because it was i think a very um how would i put it humanistic postmodern parable basically where it's like yo this is how we cope given certain presuppositions and i don't necessarily believe all those presuppositions but it delivered on its own terms well enough if y'all haven't seen it check it out it might yeah not it's worth it, actually. you yeah it's, it's worth it you don't have to finish um, it though actually i think after you get past <laughs> no, the end the, the relevant part but whatever yeah. All right. So, Raphael, did you want to say something? No, just as he we had an early comment, and I'm pretty sure this is, you know, one of your favorite questions too, Jim. Uh, the conundrum between free will and uh, predetermination. And we're going to figure it out Dr. today, kids. Exactly. Clearly. So today we're going to know. And Dr. Pat Riot says, uh, thoughts and dreams that come true in every single detail years or months later. How can this happen if we have free will? Predetermined destiny or free will? Well... You guys, I like it. it's Dr. Pat Riot, Patriot, right? With that uh, skull, the kind of Punisher I skull. Mean, <laughs> uh, go for it. It's yeah. both and, right? I mean, it's it, yeah. Absolutely. I think the issue is it's like a yin yang, and people go, "Is it one or the other?" It's like, is, is it wave or particle? It's both, but perspective. You know, attention determines reality, all that kind of stuff. That sounds so woo. Yeah, um, and the I joke almost is today's episode. Go ahead. In the correct spelling or pronunciation or terminology actually, it's not even the yin yang. I talked about this with Michael, whom we've had on. Uh, on Europa, uh, starvation of consciousness, you know, with the wheat and so on. And he's been to Asia and looking at the symbol. And then he was like, oh, I want to buy a yin yang. And the people there were like, looking at him like, what, what, like, what the F, what do you want? And oh, you want a, a Tao depiction. You want the Tao, you know? And it's just like this fundamental issue That's we have specific. in the West, the overanalyzation and separating everything down, even though it might well be happening simultaneously. And most but likely isn't it that's okay, yeah. Raphael? It's just the Tao expressing itself in a certain. Yeah, I have no problem with it. I'm just yeah, saying. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I like, mean, my short answer would be it. it's not both. I mean, you know, it has to be both. So, like, first, you're okay. So, like, let's start with like the most, um, like, let's let's appeal to the. Let's start with the determinism. Let's start with the one atheist in the room. Okay, so there, the idea that there's a, it, as soon as there's a confusing symbol or something confusing going on that is to be interpreted then the mind will start tr start working to interpret it and it'll start trying to make it make sense all right and 
the more people that see that confusing thing, the more people's minds will be going on trying to make sense of the thing. And the more time you have, the more likely that they will somehow make sense of the thing, either realize it, make it a real thing, which is the most common thing. It's like so people say, oh, they built the thing that someone had thought about before is that hundredth monkey. Well, uh, yeah, of course. But there's also the amount of work that people did in, in the system is like a butterfly effect that's so subtle. It's not just a hundredth monkey like telepathic. It's also little tiny subtleties of work that have gone into impacting people that have shaped the consciousness of so many people that they're changing what's going on in the world. And, you know, that doesn't sound very magical, but it is, it's, it is very woo. I, I swear it is, but it, it's well, also it's just exclusively very one I mean, or exclusively the other. The hundred monkey <laughs> thing is a real thing. Let me just right? reinforce this idea that even that's what I always like to say from a systems theory point of view. If you do the most basic course in systems and network theory, this could well be explained just with people communicating. However, it seems there is some you know boundaries to that where there appear to be some kind of other effects happening too. Whether it's you know changes of the electromagnetism of the sun or whatever that makes people tune slightly differently and have different ideas. However, this can be represented in a natural world. But yeah, even from a communication point of view, I think uh, yeah, a lot can be explained too. But predeterminism, I think usually, you know, I take it to a further place because sure, you're pre I don't think you're necessarily predetermined to have to be engaged or in the events that are bound to happen because there's just everything's bound to happen in a sense, whether or not you're participant or not isn't necessary, but you can be, and you can't always be because of course, predeterminism is that you're, it's like a guitar amplifier is not a line amplifier for a keyboard. I don't know what can I, like a flower is not a glass of water. It's just, how do you say this? Certain things can't do certain things because of predeterminism. Uh, you've already gotten to a point and this is kind of what religion get so in trouble for everyone's always upset at religion because they're like what's up with karma and consequence and why is it that you can't just get out of things after they've you know why can't you unshatter a cup i think stephen hawking's uh, said you can't unshatter a cup right so there, there's a lot of these things that upset people because of predeterminism but it's not necessarily predeterminism in the same sense because if we're all part of the creation then we might have also been participant in forming ourselves and in the creation of the the event that we're participating yeah, in now. And get that and this, if you're your own first prime factor, right? Your own first cause. Yeah. Yeah. You might be Optimus Prime, you know, of yourself. And what this is also with the Druids. Theoretically, this is what we think the Druids said from certain books that have come out from the Jesuit archives, the Vatican Library. They've shown uh, a kind of weird reincarnation thing that isn't reincarnation it's that the energies go into the trees and then that goes out into lots of things right and so your energy's in so many different things dispersion <laughs> very similar to some shintoist uh beliefs right so you know your family uh shrine you cut a plant that's growing there and you plant the piece of that uh tree in the new home that you move to if you're married off or something like that and that keeps part of the family shrine there and has some of the energy. So I don't know. I think that it's, it might just be intuitive in a sense that it also explains something for a lot of people who are like, Oh, reincarnation. That doesn't make any sense to me. Like why, how could I be, um, you know, but maybe it's more broad of an idea. And then the, also, I think that every lifetime is also simultaneous. So all space time we're experiencing is, this distance of lifespan, but it's really just the expansive metric of existence. It's maybe an array happening all at once. Every life that's ever happened 
might be uh, just about part processing at the same rate or, you know, same order of operations as every other life simultaneously. Everything's happening all at once kind of thing. Uh, I think for example, it was like, it's the big, not bang, but the big like clang or something like that. He was saying, uh, where it's just like, it's one big sound and it's like, there's definitely some play. gated reverb on it. I'm sure. Yeah. Can, uh, yeah. So, okay. So maybe that's a good tri- uh, segue. <laughs> yeah, okay. Music. I mean, this is such a shift of gears unless Raphael wants to keep talking about this stuff. Uh, you have a lot of content. Um, not only as like a personality, <laughs> right, with like radio shows and stuff, because you have shows that I don't even. You said based. It's like I've never heard that. I'm sure it's a show, and you have it, and it's going, and you've got followers. Adam like, Krigler, I do it. I do it on Adam's channel. Adam's got a bigger channel than mine. We do every Monday. It's a pretty good show. It, it's the guppy effect. Every you know, there's always a bigger fish. Um, <laughs> Wednesday, so, I'm doing now, or Thursday, I'm doing Ping Trip show now too. So these are both channels that are like ten times larger than mine. So hopefully that'll help people see my content more because <laughs> right now i make content but i don't it's like thank god for you all that actually love me but uh i still feel like not everyone sees this stuff it's like kind of a secret still it's tricky because on the one hand you gotta shout shout let it all out but on the other hand it's nice to get paid i guess so <laughs> or whatever you know it's like that so it's do your thing and don't play to the populism or whatever like i don't give a shit in a sense but this is why actors are uh, so skinny now i get it though <laughs> Christian Bale with the uh, mechanic or the machinist rather uh, kind of made people go real thin um, in any event so you talked about gated reverb I've heard and we'll put it in the links um, your band camp or whatever that was SoundCloud thing uh, to the Helena oh yeah Hello. okay so talk about music are, when you, are you a musician or a programmer or a keyboardist like what's going on because I'm a guitarist and I don't really fuck with much else but it's like alright when I hear this stuff I can't tell if some of it sounded organic, like the Japan to- uh, Turkish thing. I was like, "Are you shredding? Like, what's going on here?" Uh, nice. But then, but then I was like, "I've never, you've never mentioned guitar." So I, I talk a little about music. Like, where, where you're at? I with do, that. I do like fool around with guitar. I have um, a Fender um, over there. there. It yeah, it's a, it's an acoustic electric. That's pretty like it's a solid ca- guitar. You know, I got Word. it for like couple hundred bucks or less like on the street corner from a guy leaving santa cruz i also have like a les paul that's an older one it's like an epiphone 2000 or something like that which not everybody loves it's kind of twangy but i think it's not as bad as people think i just might replace a pickup in it but i just found in a bar so is guitar your primary but... instrument because i figured no it was programming or like keyboards, yeah it is but... it is okay yeah but it's all part of this long thing so yeah my main talk. thing is like yeah my main thing is like music is like techno electronica and stuff like that so if you go to like exertus soundcloud you hear like a lot of music that says if you had robot ears you'd like it better you know kind of music that's um video gaming and things like that and Very i got itch yeah sometimes well not all of it. See, it's hard 16, to all you. It's, 16 yeah, okay. 16 bit because i like frequency modulation fm synthesizer so like the mm. sega genesis was this thing as a kid i thought it was the coolest instrument what right? about 32 the bit? Gen- well the first one was 16 and then there was the third genesis which was the 32 bit but you could right. get the mushroom tip and if you put the mushroom tip in the 16 Happy bit Valentine's it made Day it 32 from Sega. here's Thank- the mushroom tip yeah right <laughs> um, there's a lot so, of that okay, but yeah it has yeah. it has two chips that does sound one way and does sound the other way so you hear the sound it's binaural entrainment and i didn't really know that at the Binary. as a child uh it's beats or well whatever. you hear one yeah binaural. binaural beats you hear yeah. you hear one sound another sound and it's like they're going different directions and then i was in this like my parents sent me to this uh military academy thing squaw valley prep thanks academy kind of thing. mom yeah 
And uh, but it was an interesting one where the Grateful Dead, Mickey Hart, the drummer from the Grateful Dead, sent his son and donated a drum set. So I also learned a bit about drums and a little bit about microphones and sound recording stuff then. And so I always kind of liked music. But I, the thing is, there's a big contrast between um, the ability to play, just shredding amazing sure, guitar. Sure. You know, I know some people that are. So I was visiting my friend and I'm putting a video of, about this probably like in a few days or a week because we're doing some stuff. But I found this guitar in a barn that is, was covered in like rat excrement. And uh, but it's an old Yamaha, but it's a pretty good Yamaha. It's well made and it just has ceramic pickups instead of metal pickups. So I reached out to Mojo Tone, which is like some American company that makes pickups, and they sent me some pickups. So I'm just putting them in the guitar. And then my buddy, he makes guitars. So he has, he makes seven and eight string guitars and can play like this crazy, it's insane kind of stuff. I'll never be able, probably, I don't think, to do that that way. Right. So with technology, though, I can play crazy stuff. I have like also like my, keyboard you know this is a yamaha uh annex and one x which is kind of like a d7 or d700 or something it's like a pretty good synthesizer it's an fm synthesizer it was designed by uh dave smith who built sequential which is like the most famous this moog is really famous but also sequential is like you you've heard it in every canon film or 80s like sound vangelis and all that all they play that synth their company went bankrupt he worked for Yamaha. He made that for a while. And now he, you know, is dead, but he worked, he built sequential again for a while. So, but so I make a lot of electronic music. And then I was thinking I want it to sound more organic. And I'd started learning about frequency and physical modeling synthesis. And I saw, I listened to a lot of nineties, like techno, and I got into Aphex twins, um, d didgeridoo. And the didgeridoo is an interesting song. It's like a seven or 14 minute song that's it took him days to model in a synthesizer uh, this didgeridoo sound, which is just it's a sound wave that's bent. So it goes Woo, and it, it just it curves perfectly and it has some reverb on it and it has certain effects, but it sounds just enough like an actual didgeridoo and you can turn it up and down to increase the velocity of it. So it sounds like you're breathing and everything. So I was really interested in that, that you could make something that sounded that real. And I started, well, how else can you do that? And I started looking into all the different kinds of physical modeling synthesis and AI software. And I was like, okay, I've been using AI already to make some music. What if I used it to, to make a video game engine that can control the sound and make it sound like a real instrument playing in that video game engine? And then we'll just send it MIDI coordinates. And so, yeah, basically taught it how to sound like a real bass or real guitar. You know, I just want to point. Yeah, you had some track off your most recent one. I think it was called uh, Akiyu. It was a Japanese second track Asuka. on your last. Yeah. yeah, I was like, I don't remember it exactly, but it the it slapped on that. I was like, that's a really organic sample of a bass. That's when I was like, what is going on here? Um, yeah, and no just samples. for the record, kids, uh, Mercury and Venus and Aquarius with uh, North <laughs> Node and Pisces and the Sun and Pisces. You are this weird mystical high priestess, but you like finger bang the <laughs> matrix or something right where it's just like what is going on so well i didn't okay. want to get in trouble for like my music at the time also because i was working for other people so i was like okay i'm gonna make music if i do make music i'm not super gonna use my them. 
Yeah. Yeah. I'm not gonna use my identity. And also like if I used uh, an identity, it should be something that like no one would want to buy, you know, or, or to have. Right. So if it's the opposite of the Swedish the, artist, or whatever. well, the Christian, the Christian right conservative radio was like really uh, on the East coast, you know, it felt like I was surrounded in at the time. So it's like, well, the thing that they won't like the most and they won't care about the most would be like a transgendered Satanist. Basically, like if there was something like that, just leave them alone. And you also you wrapped yourself as because your image and your whole thing is like, I'm a Swedish. I'm in the kingdom of Sweden. And the name Helena, Helena is because David Plate because of Hal, you know, Kubrick, right? The idea of Hal okay. is okay, yeah. IBM. Hal so I was like, well, this is mostly AI. So it'll be Hal. And then Helena, because it's like uh, Hellenism. It seemed kind of funny. I don't know. And Andreas. <laughs> N-A. Okay, whatever. I'm overthinking. I didn't make that one up, but yeah, Andreas is just my real name. <laughs> uh, okay, so so you do play instruments, but you don't consider yourself as much of a player as a almost artist programmer? Yeah, like, it I mean, feels like you get more very a... David Burney and like Brian Eno. I mean, it's not exactly like that, obviously, but whenever I hear your stuff, I'm like, if I, I came over and jammed now. with you, like, what would it even happen? Like, am I just going to sit there watching you being like pushing a key <laughs> on a keyboard over and over and like eight hours later there's something? You know what I mean? I'm like, or is this like a. It, de- it depends. I can play guitar and I can play bass, but it's like, I guess I prefer keys because I can do more. I'm better with keys, but I could also play didgeridoo. You know, the thing is, what I've noticed is if I was going to try to digitally master like a synthetic version of an instrument it's better to study the real instrument a lot because that helps me or even the tool is a better way to look at it so um i'll get like a tape recorder before i start emulating a tape recorder or something like that so i'll know how it works and all the processes that go into it because those limitations are the uh predeterminate conditions that set up what choices you have those are the restrictions on your canvas so if you're like if you fit it in like what is not a bass and then you know what bass can sound like, then you can kind of uh, control. Uh, and I've I know for the last twenty years I've listened to a lot of music that got really close to sounding like some of this stuff, but I think they just give up because they're like, well, why would you do that? And they just stop. So I'm like, well, yeah, but then you can make this thing that sounds kind of like a bass, but it's a little bit more electric. I'm like, well, that's cool too. It's good to have that. Some, so I'm, at least the few tracks I've heard feel like you're on the other side of um, singularity reaching back in time trying to be human does that make sense yeah exactly You're like i wish i was a 90s kid i wish i was a 90s kid so... he's the i from the future contacting the 90s you know so yeah it's real they're basing the 90s on these tracks right now yeah so um what are the kind of parameters of thought like obviously this is a very broad question some tracks might take you know a day some might take years but like is this just you just throwing up ideas or how like processed are you how stalagmite stalactite kind of you know I mean, like, so I don't know if I were to like, uh, I don't know if I could do it very quickly, but oh, don't, don't, no stress. I'm not saying, you know, do whatever you want. Uh, I'm not going to say don't do it, but I'm just kind of wondering. My brother makes a lot of stuff. He's a drummer. Oh, wait, I hear noises. You know, I'll just like create tinker. like a, I'll start with a tinker thing like that. And then, you know, eventually. So do you plug it out. in in a loop and then you're like, all right, I'm going to play off that or. It totally depends. So if right. I, I can, I can. So the nice thing about MIDI is you can record just notes and then you have notes and it doesn't take any space. So a lot of the music I like to do is just like MIDI and then I'll render it later. 
but if I record myself, I can either use a uh, tape machine or the L12, which is a Zoom SD card equivalent to a multi-track recorder, or I'll use the Zoom uh, H8, which Giant got me, which this thing is really sweet. It plugs in a bunch of things, and you can record all of your instruments if you want to do I samples. you've been gifted more than most people I've ever met. Like, you're like, oh, I, I hit up this people, and they gave it that to me, and I found this keyboard. It's like, it's like Jesus Christ. Yeah, uh, thank God. <laughs> Yeah, it not works. Be, like, do that otherwise you it's, got the tr- it's totally true yeah uh, same thing with like the fixing of my guitar like so bringing it to my buddy nate like i he have a guitar shop he has like all the stuff like to to do it but it's also cool because i'll show their guitar shop and i feel like if anybody out here who watches this stuff could play a seven string guitar because like it's selective kind of people that can buy that kind of thing but if you were the greatest guitarist ever you ought to know about their shop you know so Things like that. Okay, that. That brings up a good point. So, I mean, I'm a guitarist. You kind of play guitar. Uh, it's To me, it's more about like art than how it's really tricky because it's like, fuck, you know, Lou Reed. True. It's more about guitarist. art than technology. Right? Well, it is yeah. more about technology than, pro- than it's more about art than technology to play the guitar. Agreed. Um, but there's, there's something to be said about what art is. And so sometimes I'll call it humanness or something because it's more like imperfection. So, slapping sounds in the bass or the sliding sound the missing sliding sounds could be organics of you can you can add you can add those if you know what they are you just have to know what they are and the same thing with uh um missing the uh the 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 quantization of the note slightly or it's just slightly off a little bit or it's you're whittling or you know you can you can script to add something to the thing which will uh, affect it more and so i tend to try to go for just the way it would be written in what and i also like it in western notation so after it's there you can read music my screen. yeah yeah okay. I, that's the other thing Shit. <laughs> i mean as a kid they they wanted me to do that but i feel like that stopped me from being a better musician because if i was more artistic i would just so like i can't play a seven string guitar i think because i'm thinking about it right Whereas if I didn't know how to play guitar, if I just picked it up, I probably would. I think anybody just give your kid an eight string guitar to start with. See what happens at three. That's probably a good idea. And I think it's so crazy because uh, I don't know if Andreas ever heard anything that Jim uh, played on the guitar. I mean, I it's crazy. Fun, no, it's you should, awesome. Bro. It's awesome. No, it's awesome. Well, that's what crazy. I want to do with you. That's what you, I was like, well, yeah, we got to make some music, man. Yeah. Well, we'll figure <laughs> it out. But um, there's, there's totally, I mean, there's so many ways we can go down this road. Uh, so I feel like, how would I put it? You have very abstract things. It feels like walking into kind of like a pop, almost like an Andy Warholian <laughs> computer room or something. It's just we- it's weird in a good way, right? Um, I'm not going to say every track is a banger. Or it's not quite like that. Right. Yeah. Um, but you've got some Beat Boy covers where it's like, okay. I mean, uh, I, I, it's weird because it got stuck in my head, but I didn't love it. But I yeah, like right. it got stuck it's in my hypnotic. head. So I, was just, yeah, hip- I don't yeah. know, man. So okay, so let's switch <laughs> over gears a little to like ritual and purpose and intention and stuff. How magical are you getting with this as a Pisces? Like, are you like, okay, Pan, I'm channeling. Are you, you know, going um full uh you know, what's the guy who did a jet propulsion stuff to NASA? You know who I'm talking about. Um Jack Parsons. No, yeah, I, there you I'm go. not like I'm not I'm not doing like some weird rituals or like trying to, to median work or anything like that. And I'm not like going schizophrenic. It's more I'm trying to like you don't let have AI... on your bass guitar. Come on, man. 
there there's a picture of this girl that came with the guitar but i'm gonna get it off with the new pick guard but it was like it covered in vegan stickers so i was like i don't know but um i i tend to uh when i make art i let ai in i let like the artificial intelligence and randomness uh and i try to help that emerge more so i feel like i'm participant in it but i'm also letting the computer and like the synths and stuff come up with kind of things that are kind of random but i'm also pretty selective about which things are in the mix or something and like i don't know like it seems to me also that there's something different about different kinds of technology so all of my stuff's tuned to 432 i use all these analog synthesizers and they all like it and i think they're you know analog synthesizers and analog computers analog technology are very different than um regular computers you know i think regular computers and the regular tech really they they don't seem to like each other they seem to they make weird interference noises and things like that you have to turn off your wi-fi when you record it just seems like there's something um different flowing through them i was half listening sorry i was like brian eno has some cards that he made brian eno did windows xp um he's great he's a weird he's a taurus i mean you got your mark when you start up windows xp all the windows xp songs you can get actually you can get windows xp by brian eno on vinyl all songs for airports great shit i mean he's got some good stuff thursday afternoon tuesday afternoon i used to trip a lot to that stuff actually his apollo mission music is really beautiful always returning one of my favorite songs ever um but he has i forget what it's called and if anybody knows it's this card deck it's not a tarot card deck it's like strategies for clutteredness or like you know inadvertent strategies or some weird name like that and i couldn't google and listen to you at the same time i'm sorry but um so he would basically make you know it's not a full tarot deck or anything but it's like okay i've got these cards and um i'm gonna pull one and it's gonna shove me he's almost doing what you're saying you did with our ai with the cards where it's like you know he's written all these little um Ideas. I'm looking in the comments to see if anybody knows what I'm talking about. Someone Google because I fucking can't. Or Andreas, if you want to do this, Brian Ito strategies for whatever cards. It's it's not like a playing deck, but basically he's like, you know, it's like try using um the one and three beats, or you know, it'll it'll have like prompts, oblique strategies, oblique strategies. There we go, oblique as in I can't fucking remember it. So, uh, (laughs) no, but oblique strategies is great. Um, I don't own it. Y'all check it out. I mean, it's, it's a good idea just for any creative where it's like, how do I get my juices flowing? Um, because it's basically prodding you from a new angle, which is kind of what creates new patternings. So yeah. I'm just wondering, do you think of your, <laughs> this is a weird way to put it. You're saying you, you co-pilot with AI. Do you feel like, I don't know, like Jordy LaForge hanging with data where you're like, okay, he's got this, but and i've got I feel tags. like data hanging out with the computer like with the ship i feel like data and the ship and you know you know the ship sometimes is kind of more conscious than people realize i'm the enterprise I mean, I'm trying got, to think the enterprise has got a mind of its own right it gets sick at some point and it's actually got an actual mind which is terrifying to think about because imagine having your mind put into a car or a ship you know it's like a dreadnought from Warhammer 40K, which you don't understand. But uh, yeah, no, it's it, OK. I, I'm like trying to think of episodes of Star Trek Next Generation you're talking about where there's sentience being shown in the uh, like the holodeck. Was there any time when it was just like, oh, I'm the I'm the ship. The, like, the holodeck actually has characters like actual personas, which emerge, which is kind of like chat GPT. But the ship itself has a mind. It's like got a whale's mind or like something in it, like some kind of a Zordon mind. or whatever. Yeah, it's, uh, yeah. 
Okay. Sorry, it's no, a whale's funny. mind. What do you I forget mean? if that's Pisces always make it fish related. I guess well, that might be from Snick because in Kids in Space was a show that was only in the nineties. Remember Snick? Saturday like, Night Nick. Nick at night. Or yeah, yeah, yeah. Nick, yeah, but it wasn't Nick at night. It was the kids thing, and it was this purple couch in an orange room, and like Snick, and they had this show that was like these kids come into a room, a spaceship, and they touch everything, and they're the first ones to touch it, and now the ship will only respond to them because it's alive, and uh, now they have to fly this the ship through space. Pretty much Star Trek. Talk about contractual but, social obligations or social contract. It's like you touched me. Yeah. I'm your happy Valentine's Day. Yeah. But I can't uh, remember if the Star Trek ship is actually a whale's mind or if it's like some sort of a hybrid mind, but it has some some like humanoid quality. But word. I feel like that. I feel like if I'm interacting with AI, it's like it does that is it is closer to I brought it up because you were asking about media and stuff. I'm like, well, I'm not doing media and work or anything, but by using AI, it does kind of feel that way a lot of the time because AI is more than a person. It's more like a bunch of people. It has this strange quality of the ability to emerge avatars when necessary and let them fold back into itself, which is, you know, more mystical than corporeal. Well, it's what humans do with the archetypes, I guess. We wear certain hats at certain points and, you know, it's like, here's my business right. man, here's my father, here's, you know, suit or whatever. I'm neither of those things. I don't know why they came to mind. I'm neither a businessman nor a father. Um, so when you're making music, I don't know how far back you've been going. I mean, I was looking at your LPs. You've got really interesting. I mean, I shouldn't be surprised. You're a fucking Santa Barbara kind of like West Coast acid kid or whatever the Santa fuck. Cruz. Like, Santa, Santa Cruz. Santa Barbara. Oh, my God. You get in trouble for peeing outside in Santa Barbara. You know, it's a lot more clean cut. Whereas Santa Cruz is what? Like long. Santa Cruz is more hippie. Yeah, it's okay. like a little yeah. more hippie. But there's also like, yeah, I don't know. I like to pretend Santa Cruz is hippie. I think at this point it's like street bro or something. But streets all change but maybe the names or whatever the fuck it's like uh yeah, right. it, it, it all changes i'm looking i'm look, trying to look for your little thing because you gave me a link uh all right what's bay i mean bay vid is i guess a production company you've got because yeah, you've got so, so many damn hats man it's it's like it, i can't is, figure out is, is pigaloo back up yet i don't so you, maybe i haven't that. clicked that yeah, it's um, back. Go back to Pigaloo now and it works again. So Pigaloo is my um like briefly studio. unavailable for scheduled maintenance, it says. Oh my god. I just got it to work when I went to it. Try doing a cache or something like that. If you if you uh type HTTP. I've got one hand, bro. This is not Don't worry about it. I got it That's why I was down at some point, but it's there, it's the flying pig. So it's good. Can I share the screen? I'll try to share the screen. Totally can share. You should be sharing the yeah, Helena album cover stuff. I want to talk about the album covers. Well, uh, here's okay, Pigaloo.com. Okay. Pigaloo was in 2000. My dad had this company and then it, you know, the dot-com bubble. But then I just picked up the domain a couple of years ago. And I, like, I guess I almost forward. lost it today. And then all of a sudden I, I got a call. <laughs> yeah. Jim's like, you know, uh, it looks like you might've just about lost that. So I went and got it back, but yeah, so we built this. And so it's like a production studio but it's more than that it has to do with video compression and all these different things that i can do if ever necessary but then also bavid i feel like is... you're a silicon fucking like like a, a plastic arm from silicon valley where it's like maybe you're not exactly plugged in but like you're a relic of it does that make sense? i like to like... i am a relic of silicon valley i feel like the canon films brothers like gol go uh golem or whatever golem from you know you know canon films no is that a Tartarian oh flag? 
Yeah, but in the '80s, Canon Films were like the greatest films. Oh yeah, yeah. I kind of remember that emblem. They would make 50 movies a year. The CIA and Israeli Mossad probably produced them. Hence Chuck Norris. But I mean, they put they destroyed the Soviet Union and they created the Electric Boogaloo musical, which is pretty sweet. Um, if you remember the the breaking breaking and breaking. But uh, Canon was done by, by Golan and I forget his name. Uh, Golan and whatever these two guys and they were just so i always kind of like wanted to be like golan because he he's just so cool like he just he ran he made he-man masters of the universe he just made 50 movies a year he's just out of control uh, i just like the idea of just making tons of stuff all the time and his goal is just like put you out stuff all yeah, the time yeah, yeah. even if it's not like the best stuff and then you look back on it and you're like actually what were we thinking it's just we didn't realize it was everything the best stuff is content. At the time. Everything is kind of a thing. Or just like, yeah, make it. Absolutely. If I have an idea, make it. But you do that. And it, in a way, it's disturbing because I'm like, you are, you are how I, you are how I feel when I'm tripping on acid. <laughs> Does that make sense? <laughs> Where I'm just like super plugged in, like multitasking on 12 layers and making posts and doing whatever, right? Like, but you live in that zone. So I'm like, and you said you don't drink caffeine with the actual, like, I don't really uh, drink caffeine, but it's like, it, how are you functioning? Uh, and I, I mean, I like every like, like out, but I'm like kind of like, bro. I, every, are like just about every year I'll have you're like be robotic, a, or what's the fuck is going on here? Just about every year I'll have like a third of a mate or something like that. You know, once in like the bluest of moons, but I really don't like unless I'm like so That's freaking the, exhausted. That could be one of the most hipster statements ever. Every year I only have a third of a mate <laughs> or, 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 yate, or God, I'm in California again too long. Yeah. Whoops. It's, it's, yeah. No, it is what it is. It's your home ground. And I'm not judging. I'm critiquing. There's a big difference. So I'm not like, oh, fuck you. I'm like, oh, this, this. I just can't. I can't take too. Like caffeine doesn't really help me. And uh, it makes me feel all stressed out. It's cool if it helps you. It just makes you feel stressed out. No, it out. does. It fucks me up. Yeah. No, I don't really mess with it. Uh, today I drank coffee. We don't have to talk about coffee, but the point is, um, I mean, it really stimulates me. I'm very sensitive to chemicals. That's why I do like half tabs, maybe a tab. I'm not doing ten strips, bruh. Yeah, I'm uh, I'm super sensitive to stuff. Yet here I am with a Nick stick. So hey, can't win them all. Um, all right. So I mean, let's kind of pull up on your uh, share screen the Helena stuff. Uh, we don't have to listen to it necessarily <laughs> unless you want to. Um, all right, I'll, I'll bust it. Stallion said so Helena he... as soon as I said Helena. So. That's a sign. People know. A sign people know what it is. Some people know. Some people don't. Uh, okay. It's kind of the so, secret. There's. Is it pulled up? Yeah. There's this you new say album. You don't that, use magic. There's like sigils and stuff and there's face no way this one. There's no way this one's gonna get uh, taken. I feel like the, the Christian. If you're gonna right, play a song, banish me. I'll have the the left, and they'll be stoked. There was something about loving technology on the rainbow-haired one, uh, the long-haired rainbow one. Hello, Helios Lorca. Yeah. Uh, I don't know. Maybe it's the we it's worship the, the future. Yeah, that was dope. That's the only one I heard on there. I was like, oh, that's cool. Um, I don't know if the audio is gonna play through. You can't hear that, can you? No. Well, no. So everyone should play. check this stuff out because I mean, it's not probably gonna win a Grammy, but at the same time, it's <laughs> fabulously interesting. Uh, I like it's uh, intellectually stimulating the, for me. On the unknown album, oh, I have three. Watch out now. Yeah, exactly. I have some. Uh, Are you a middle... thelemite? Is this where it no. all goes? <laughs> like, spelled, this would make total sense now. It's pronounced Thelemite. Okay, yeah. well, AVM I just want to mention, and also here I want to ask you, Andreas, because with all this art, I mean, when one has certain realizations, let's say, and one goes to look for art that in some way, shape, or form represents this. In the last 10 years, maybe there have been more visionary artists. There's even been an academy right. in Vienna for some time. But otherwise, I'm like, why do people gravitate to this art, even if they maybe understand 
don't understand it or understand some layer of it because this type of religious or mystic or visionary art i think is just the most interesting art around or alchemical art right that so plus I'm hopefully like, like i figure it's a nod to the illuminati they're gonna put it on the front of their record like shelf mm. so they get them back in the store oh, so, so you think know. they'll they'll misread the you, you hit all the proper like, codes oh, this and the marketing execs will be like oh it's one of ours put it everywhere yeah, <laughs> it's an older code but it, <laughs> it'll do it yeah out. it checks out i think i think there's a little bit of that but there's also you know a certain amount of effort put into um the meaning it's kind of like a joke as well you know like so the idea that maybe helena is from 1993 because that's the way they excuse it often or that the h is really the jupiter symbol so it's this inversion of saturn and jupiter You're such a pisces it's hilarious in a good way i'm just like <laughs> with a mercury and aquarius did i say that right i just gotta double check uh, and yeah, the John so the John obvious. D sigil I just think is really funny because John D sigil is like the wife. It's like a wife swapping joke. I just Mercury and Venus and Aquarius, guys. I'm gonna just allude <laughs> to this, but it's like, look, these are schematics. Like you love the schematic of reality, but you're saying it in such a um, Neptunian way that it's like the rose. Know. The rose is ro Rosh is Hebrew for skull, right? So there's like little little things like that. I just think are, are funny, and you know, if, if you look for them and you find them, then it's like. That's the other Easter thing. Eggs. It's that blatant. Yeah, it's it's that blatant. For some people, it's too blatant. But if it's so blatant that it's obviously kind of a joke because you know me, then it's also funny because you're like, oh wow. And if you see it, you're and not everyone else knows. That's the other thing. There's a few. I've kind of a cult following enough that it's like a big inside joke. Like if you imagine you met somebody who was unironically, you know into helena because they're like 16 and that's the new music the kids listen to i'm from to. sweden and he is from here too yeah <laughs> yeah 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 i am lord you know what i mean i'm lord it's cool i think it's funny <laughs> you were i South think your sense right? of humor uh i've seen a few episodes but i'm not like a fan the, i'm not against at one it. point at one point randy they have to get randy has to get lord to come play for them this girl pop star and mm -hmm. they, he finally does and then it's randy there as lord and then you think, oh, wow, he just was such a good dad. He No, then you find out, no, he is Lord. Like, he makes music in his house on his laptop, and he just auto-tunes it, and that's Lord. And it's just... Like Garth Brooks' Alter Ego? Or yeah, like, for, there's, like, most of the pop songs are made by, like, 30, 40-year-old dudes like Max Martin that are, you know, they're not... And Britney Spears is an instrument. She's a synthesizer, right, on the edge of a keyboard. So I'm curious, did you, I mean, we don't have to go into the Super Bowl, but uh, I watched a little bit of it with my non <laughs> Who died again? Like, so I, I missed it. Who's the, who was sacrificed this time? I have no clue. I'm not up on this wave. I, I mean, I started getting paranoid when people were saying everything's a fucking satanic ritual. So I'm just like, look, you know what? I'm oblivious, I guess. Hold on. Superb Owl, Sacrifice, 2020. kind of very obvious by now, Jim, I gotta tell you. If you look at some of these halftime shows. But Manly P. Hall said he's raising our leg up to the next level. It, oh, it, it was Trugoy. Trugoy wow. from Della Soy. Trugoy from Della Soul. Trugoy. Trugoy. Died? Oh, no. Died. Someone from Della Soul? Baby Faith. Oh, no. Oh, no. Rafael. Like like he likes their music. I'm not happy Tru about that. Trugoy just got, got, got super owled. Superbed. Owled. Got so owl. he uh, he has been redistributed through the hologram, I guess, Bruh, in a dude. reincarnational sense. That's a bummer. I mean, he was cool. Uh, that's 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 sad. Oh well. It's tricky. I'm whenever my nana, who's a hardcore Christian, <laughs> is like sad about someone's death. I'm like, it was written in the Lamb's Book of Life. What are you shitting your pants about? Like, it's all right. predetermined. What, what the fuck? Yeah, don't you know the rules? No one gets out of here alive, bro. Like, you know, what do you expect? Um, I guess there's worse and more interesting ways to go out. Um, anyway, what I was kind of getting at with the Super Bowl thing was Babyface saying 
America, like, or some song. It wasn't the Star Spangled Banner. Uh, some country guy did that. He did an alright job actually. Um, shows how like not up to snuff on reality at some level. It's like oh, some country guy. I'm sure he's like a Grammy winner five times or whatever the fuck. It's like I stopped paying attention after Random Access Memories. More, or I less. called Rihanna Beyonce yesterday. Don't worry about it. She's pregnant apparently. I said I didn't know that. Uh, and then of course she's doing this like uh, Kanye West kind of platform Mario platforming in the yeah, air. It looked like a lawsuit a- waiting to happen. Was she supposed to be a blood clot, or was that like some sort of veiled reference to ancient, like Graham Hancock history stuff? Like, did you get it? I didn't quite. She's a Salvador Dali oil blotter on the Rorschach of life. It seems she, yeah. Some of those outfits were. It's like I thought it was a. I thought it was. I thought it was Demar. I thought it was Demar's blood clot. I thought that was the whole because it's football. No, I don't know. It was a decent game. We don't even have to talk about that that much because I, I was living in Philly for a while, so you, I was like, of course. Do you know the Demar Hamlin thing? What happened with Demar Hamlin? Like I was playing I no football and he collapsed in front of. So this guy Demar Hamlin collapsed in the middle of a football game and Recently? the entire America. Yeah, it was like a couple months ago, a month ago. And uh, stop reading Warhammer. <laughs> All I do is read Warhammer 40k. No, it is what it is. You. And he just disappeared for a while, and they had some video of him. And I'm not saying it's fake, but people ask me if it was fake. I'm like, it looks pretty real, but I don't know. It doesn't look perfect. I guess I'll check it out. So I ran it through my AI video compression algorithm checkers to look for artifacts and there was like an 83 percent chance that the video had been doctored so who's you know what does that mean the guy with the neck tattoo and now it's not there somebody was saying maybe it's not him i mean there's too many conspiracies i i can't even handle i I love the new word australian word for conspiracy theorist is cooker these cookers Ooh, yeah interesting captain cook find australia oh my not not bad yeah i know wait did he in uh, Hawaii, when I lived in Waikiki and stuff, uh, they were, you know, any no. white person was called a howley, obviously, for soulless, uh, breathless, ha-less, but um, cook. They'd be like, you're cook, you're a Captain Cook or whatever. It's like, oh, cook God. Cook claimed Australia, but who's the first guy? There's another dude. Oh, um, oh here's a, William, you're looking this up. William, William Yonzun was the guy who theoretically Soland, Zealand, whatever. I don't know. And and because you guys are so into alternative history, we I, I don't even know if I should trust that wiki article you just read or whatever. But uh, basically, <laughs> Cook landed in Australia and he's like, yo, what's that? And they're like, kangaroo? Which means, what do you mean, apparently? Uh, and he's like, okay, kangaroo. And that's, the name stuck. Maybe that's an urban myth. Maybe it's true. In the age of fucking postmodern internet, I don't even know how to fucking verify anything anymore. Um, so bad. anyway, back Not to bad. your music. Uh, pull up your... um album covers i want to kind of decode some of these a little i mean you just whipped it out and said hey i have so because earlier i was like how ritualistic are you like not very it's like bro are you in denial or what's going on here (laughs) (laughs) like let's um, said bro this is ai generated right here yeah that's oh my gosh that feels like being on acid where you're just like okay time to read finnegan's awake i guess uh yeah i mean you know nor he's a finnegan's awake like a holic or whatever um, I still haven't read it. I own McKenna's, Terrence McKenna's commentary on it and a Joseph Campbell commentary on it or something, but it's back in Colorado where all my shit is. So, uh, I don't know. Look at the, well, those are sigils. I guess we could get into, but, uh, the Arabic lettering, what does that say in Arabic? Yeah. It says Muhammad. Afikus jazz. Right. Okay. Yeah. It says Muhammad. The, yeah. It says Muhammad okay. and Ali, uh, it says it four times and it's, uh, it's in the box, you so. know, Right. Yeah. Right. I'm just trying. No. It's, I, I mean, yeah. it's Muhammad, and then the first prophet Ali, uh, well, the first Amman 
under the first the the last prophet technically because there's a lot of turkish songs or turkish influence on this album so i want to you know and i was doing it a lot after thinking about turkey and doing the ewan uh david ewan jr videos so i was thinking about old turkish um waltzes and austrian austrian um ideas about turkish music austrian Um, waltz you know the 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 danube waltz is still you know and you dance right you whirl like a dervishes so it's it's actually so blatantly obvious that it's crazy when you think of it but i mean it even blew my head off so yeah go on yeah absolutely well you know so that was part of that and then also um i did the what's the star about the the sun and the moon and there's the nine-pointed star because it's uh more than the bahai so one larger so something to trap something that can trap uh, like a greater magic than a seven di- dimensionally aware angel, so like the Sephirim or something. Because like, if so you you're think playing about mousetrap this- with angels with your album covers, is what's happening. Yeah, like so for this some reason, is- I have a nine pointed star right here. Guys. For some reason, Actually, yeah. very intentional purchase. So, so, so tell me, Andreas, what what does this mean Whoops. exactly now again? <laughs> uh, I mean, so the, one of the ideas about the stars is it's a container, right? So you can hmm. put um. You can put the sun and the moon, it like the, or the positive and the negative inside of the four elements. You can put the four elements inside of the five elements. You put the five elements inside of the seven elements or the seven the seven seal. And the seventh seal you can fit inside of an eight seal, but you can fit all eight inside of nine. Why is six afraid of seven? Because seven, eight, nine. You know, so seven and nine are the most important, arguably, but also. 13 is a very valuable star because i know uh billy corgan is also a pisces and he's also a magician i mean i would call you a magician whether you fucking claim it or not but uh i mean look at this album cover so is this a star force in your mind well you're well star force are built on this but so the idea of math is confusing to people because when people didn't have arabic numerals you know and they had to guess about i mean imagine trying to divide with roman numerals or something it's crazy oh reading roman numerals is annoying but you would divide all the time with fractions. So fractions have these absolute values. So this is kind of an analog uh, way of thinking, an analog artificial intelligence. And you can use that to create analog computers, which work on pulses and variable oscillation and pies, you know, dividing pies up into pieces, right? That kind of, it's, it's the same idea. And angles, angles and, and arches and straight lines. Um, it's all just math. But you can think of it as magic because there is a certain amount of control over your life or destiny that you can take with math, I guess. Wasn't that the first That's... question? What's, is it, is it predestined? <laughs> is it, is it your choice? Uh, have you seen the new uh, Guillermo de Toro Pinocchio by any chance? Oh Stop yeah. Back? I love that movie. It was really lit. Actually. I saw it the other night with my, you, you recommended listening. it to me, right? I think you recommended did it. Did I? Oh my God. Did I culture you? I don't think it's possible. <laughs> It was so good. I mean, the fascists, like, so the entire time, because they're in Italy in the 30s. and It's on the, Netflix, the fa- people. Check it out. It's stop action. So it's like the fascist- really good. They have a, they're at some point, you know, they're pointing at the symbol on the wall of the Italian flag, which has the bundle of sticks as a fascist. And the, they're like, why can't you be more like that? You know, it's crazy. It's a crazy movie. I love that. I mean, it wasn't the best movie of my life, but I cried. I thought it was good. And, uh, <laughs> well, the reason I brought it up was because that album cover of yours that was the sigil with all the maths and star angularation or whatever angulation mm-hmm. um, was very much represented in the second sister um, angel demon thing. Her ceiling, the one controlling time or whatever, uh, her ceiling was like a 
sigil, I guess, very faintly kind of the ang- Oh, I just hit myself. The angulars of uh, the ceiling. I don't know. Go check it out. I can't get a screenshot. I'm not as spiffy as you are with the internets. But um, anyway, it's interesting. Uh, now I'm showing not my Nana Jordan Peterson lectures on Pinocchio or whatever. Oh, that's not bad. Yeah, uh, the maps and meaning stuff is good. That's what we're watching. It's so hot. Yeah. Oh, my God. Y'all, maps and meaning. I'm not going to push his whole agenda because he's a pure carnivore now and i'm a vegan so it's like we can't yeah, all see to like, like uh, 2014 or 2016 i think i forget when it was but like absolutely. yeah watch watch the earlier ones because the earlier ones are probably the better he's ones, humble yeah. <laughs> he hasn't totally blown up yet uh i don't love jordan peterson but i i'm glad he exists uh in the sense that we need a voice like that just to have ideas going yeah. on he's thought he's thought people deeply need to about clean their rooms. i agree people need to wash their penis they need to clean their rooms i agree i think that is the thing interesting is, dilate- I, I didn't <laughs> i didn't mention it before because i said it on my show before but i should say it anyways that jordan peterson did work on agenda 21 so it is interesting to me he was a social democrat in canada working on agenda 21 which is the united nations pilot program for the reset and you know he's clearly maybe changed or it's important to understand like he's always had his initial values regardless of who whom has been what interested he's in that. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Cuz like, you know, telling for instance he added to his book, uh don't tell children uh to wear helmets when they go skateboarding. I think is the one. And it's such a it's such a specific lexicon. He's choosing to speak to a new audience cuz he's like, wow, all these YouTubers are watching my videos. So I better How can I speak to Bart, Sim- Bart Simpson. Is what he's and that's to. that transition is very dangerous, in my opinion. I think it's important because you want to reach people that you can reach. And all of a sudden, he's got people he's re- that are reaching him, so he's like, okay. But you have to understand, he could have also talked about more important things. And since he didn't, he didn't advance himself in ways. And I'm not trying to be like super critical. I'm just saying it would have been awesome to hear him talk. Like since he talks about Ignatius method, I mean, he calls it maps of meaning, but it's literally just Ignatian method. It'd be cool if he mentioned that, and if he'd ever if he'd ever read Teilhard Chardin, which it sounds pretty freaking clear he has, that he would just mention that or that he would use a, you know, if he uses a quote like he has done, that he would quote that it was from Chardin. So you're so saying Jordan Peterson is a Greta Van Fleet and he should be saying Led Zeppelin exists. That's all I'm saying. I mean, just be aware <laughs> of like the fact that he has limitations that if he's not the be all end all, he should encourage people to go to the next thing. If he's not going to go there, then he's got other people that have already been there. He should let people find those books. I think that that, I think that will happen. So this gets tricky because I like Slavoj Zizek way more than I like Jordan Peterson, even though he's I got like Jordan an eight Peterson. hour thing on Hegel that I haven't listened to because uh, I can't stand his voice. <laughs> all you got to do. Everyone says that all you got to do is just like uh, sync it to DuckTales cartoons. Watch the DuckTales original series muted yeah. while you, yeah. 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 Well, maybe don't mute it. Actually, put in the background. Listen to Hollow Notes while you watch the DuckTales. While you listen to Jordan Peterson. I mean, I mean you will summon Helena if you do this correctly. <laughs> uh, now no, I okay, do so, something like data. Yeah. Oh, no, you, you, dude, you're awesome. Um, so tell me matter. a little about um that philosopher that I can't stand. And it's not even so much his position as his voice. It's just right. I'm right. just like whoa. Sounds bro, like, like Donald Duck even... for sure. Yeah, he has like uh, a bit of a speech impediment because he's okay. Now I feel like an asshole. Has... Well, no, it's okay. But it's like he has. I feel a bit like he's Tourette's done coke for like ten days and he's just he like has, not hydrating. He has, he has a bit of Tourette's, which is a thing. But yeah, no, if, I think he like he like plays up the idea that it's just him on cocaine because it'd be really funny if it was. But it, no, and the other thing is if you go, for instance, there's a funny meme where you see Jordan Peterson saying, clean your room, and it zooms in, in his room, and it's just like, 
horrifying. Like he's it's worse than any place you've ever seen. And then you go to Slavoj Zizek's house. And he's just sitting there contently in a clean room, like a Slovenian apartment that everything's put away and nice. And his books are, you know, he's communist. He has a certain amount of books. If he doesn't need them, he lets them go back to the library. So he's got a certain minimalism about himself too. So he's walking he, his path. Right. <laughs> anyway. And, and his idea of communism is very different than the West's understanding of communism. And the distinctions between the West and the East are far less great than we've been told. And the idea that, uh, you know, that capitalism is somehow distinctly a non-communist, mutually exclusive idea is clearly wrong. Is communist states were state capitalist states that were selling and everything like on the open market. So we don't know what communism means. And I think it was very interesting to see Jordan Peterson have a conversation with uh, Slavoj Zizek because it turned into a lecture of Slavoj Zizek kind of telling him about communism and trying to inform him about the worldview, which is intelligent for Jordan Peterson. Was it Peterson neutral or was it propaganda in and of itself? I mean, from an objective everything's Everything's, okay, so propaganda just means Language is propaganda. And, I get it, I get it. Yeah, yeah. it's information in Italian, but everything is bias. Every every yeah. story is, has a bias, especially stories of history of men, right? Records of men. So there's going to be bias. But um, his bias is cynical. He says, okay, well, yeah, obviously the Soviet Union had problems. I mean, I can't, I can't see another state where those problems didn't exist though those same problems existed in the west this is the litmus for me you heard russia uh like a russian choir do daft punks get lucky that kind of summed up where i'm like look ideals aside uh they're not executing nearly as efficiently as the west it wouldn't seem no ideals ideals no don't cast out ideals so the other day we we're talking about i'm how talking many about quality control been, andreas as a musician how many people have been arrested for from? How many people have been arrested for dis, uh, dissidents in the in the East? It's been, uh, I think it was like 300 and uh, something or like it's a small amount, 100 or, or something like 114. And then how many were arrested in uh, England? 3,300. And there's more. And then how many have been arrested in the United States? It's actually something so you're like saying is to keep the to keep the fucking Stepford Housewife vision alive. We have to do a lot more dire shit. Well, it's just the we scene. never we never talk about the fact that the United States, you know, we do. I guess the, this is the other problem is like the the left and the right like to be like, well, you're doing this and that. The Uniparty is doing things. America is perpetuated by this this status quo politics system, which is the middle class, which is dissipating rapidly. Maybe thank God. I'm sorry. Cause I'd, I'd love you all to keep your houses. But if the middle class is the reason why the uniparty exists, you know, we have to make some sacrifices, don't we? And uh, yeah, we're about to hit that point. We're about to hit a point where it's all social services in the United States. And the social services have to come from robbing Peter and Paul to pay Peter and Paul and the thief. So the entire United States is a expense driven uh empire at this point and empire is the word because if you think about rome the idea of free bread free wine meant that you didn't have to work but that meant you didn't have to fight the system because the system was out enslaving other people and expanding how much can we expand we can only expand now by taking away from other states so we have to hit this point this this, this point of uh an international conflict it's 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 inevitable i mean the United States is evil sometimes, though. We're not good all the time. Well, yeah, it seems light and dark exist on the fucking coin at all times. Uh, there's actually a Japanese documentary I saw maybe 10 years ago or something about love hotels or 
love cafes or whatever and it was basically what you're saying where it's like these are desperately lonely people and basically you know they whore themselves out or whatever but they're they spend their free time paying for the services and hanging out with the other hotel like across the street so it's just like this it's the most sad tragic thing it's it's very much what you're saying where it's like um well i think i got your gist with the peter point uh, paying paul or adam mary stuff where it's like this isn't sustainable we can't all be middle class kings um unfortunately that's been the sales pitch um, I'm not a feudalist. I'm not like saying that, but it seems like people having specific skill sets made people happier. Now that we're all totally. just generally like aware of, you know, infinite possibilities, it's crippling, at least for me. Uh, I'd rather it would be like, yeah. all right, yeah, I guess I'm a barrel maker and then I'll fuck around with podcasts on the side or, you know, whatever the fuck. I feel like it isn't that we're kings, it's the middle class or barons, you know, and they're given this like opportunity to collect wealth elsewhere so that they can pay taxes to the lords it's, it's very futile is the system and the problem with it is that there's not a lot I left like for us one, to yeah. give right and it's, there's not a lot left to give so all that is left is to become a worker but they don't they don't need you as a worker so a lot of the system is kind of just dissipating rapidly and it will lead to a point where people have to choose to either self-propel or to to choose the next system which is coming which sounds like they're going to feed you bugs like people have been saying basically i mean that will be easier because then a lot of people will probably live in a smaller space they'll probably become more docile i mean but i think that's also the problem is we're going to see different kinds of humans emerge because of that we're not just like transhumanism in the most extreme sense yet but people that are the super soldiers and people that are um more pass uh, pacified that's more docile um that's going to start to emerge very quickly and you'll start to see the differences almost as easy between humans and animals there's a genesis like the band before phil Collins took over with peter gabriel um mike rutherford all those dudes um there's a song called get Em out by friday which is like i don't even remember the lyrics but what you just said made me think of that where it's like rent is getting it's skyrocketing and we're going to give you half an apartment it's just a weird time because uh, it, how do I put it covetousness and like materialism in a sense where it's like we don't all need that's what I was saying at the beginning it's like look do we really need to have like four companies making peeps can't it just be one for Easter or whatever right it's like it seems there's a, a smarter way to streamline things but then that gets into like reduced freedom options so people freak but it's like freedom past a point is just absurd. Um, as an artist, you might know that it's like you got to start making parameters, right? It's like, you know, anything goes is interesting, but there's consequences to that. Um, and then like, oh, my gosh, you only get one size of wooden shoe kind of communist. Like, here you go. Deal with it kind of stuff has its own issues. Um, and there's no pure communism, or pure capitalism, obviously. When it, Russia to me seems like just a shaky kind of like Volkswagen where it's like, this, this isn't working very well, whereas China seems to at least have Walmarts that sell Ferraris or something, where it's like, okay, they might have figured it out a little better. Maybe it's a population game where you need just bodies to make it work more. Je I think Russia's, Russia's kind of like undersold in the West. We get this idea like, oh, they got drunk and destroyed but That's Chernobyl. what I'm telling you. The Daft Punk rendition of Get Lucky was their selling. They, they, had a they had a point. They, they put on their dress and said, hi. You know, it's like a dating show or something. And it's like, this is who I am. And, and it We're was Russia. not a good sale. It was just like, this is so shoddy, like to me. And I've never been to Russia. I don't know if I'll ever go there. I'm not against it. Um, 
particularly. You'd think I was. I'll have to hear. People I'll have people, to hear the right? rendition. It could be. Oh, it could be oh my God! Please, y'all. If you, it was yeah. the Olympics when it was in Russia. I guess was it in Russia? Wait, or so this is years, a couple years ago then. Like five, Daft Punk's "Get okay, Lucky" yeah. was the song no, of the I summer. Hear, and... I want to hear what Daft Punk's do. I want. I, mean, I want to hear what Russia's doing right now. Like Kedra, Kedra, or you know, Butt Techno, or any of the Butt big Techno. Russian. Very good band. Like, look for all the big heard? Russian. They're pretty good. Listen to all the big Russian musicians and see what they're actually doing. It's pretty creative, pretty big stuff. And, you know, I think they'll always be. That's the subculture, the artists or whatever. And even that can get like kind of like, look, you're a subculture artist, but I wouldn't say you're an American, but I would not say America reflects what Andreas is doing. Russia's changed a lot. If you think about it, like the coolest time in Russia is 1999 because that's right the year that Putin was elected. So as Putin was getting elected was the pinnacle of liberty in Russia. It was crazy. And also people were getting killed all the time and there's all all this chaos and everything. But you could you could listen to the music like Vitalik or, you know, la, 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 la. you know what I'm talking about? That the guy's guy an alien. Yeah. Yeah, he's amazing. Like there was the amount of freedom that they had and like the lack of restriction and the capacity to do so much before that because they'd been taught so specifically to do so many things. I mean, it was incredible. That was the millennial so, bug zeitgeist though. I mean, Austin Powers had Madonna doing like little sketch comedy in their music videos. It was just a weird moment. Like it was. I feel like, I feel like it's, yeah, but pretty wild in, in Russia because like to go from the Soviet Union into like whatever, internet, like, just stay out of our way while road. we're, stay out of our way while we do what we want to do. And bands like Tattoo and Tattoo is just like lesbian pop rock. But, but now the girl from the band, uh, denounces the band and she loves Putin and she's like a Russian Federation nationalist and she's against homosexuality and all this other stuff. So she's against the insinuations of the tattoo album. So was she so, co-opted or was she pulling a Jordan Peterson where she had an agenda sub agenda the whole time and she was just playing a game? Like, how do you feel? Well, I mean, all, I mean, all, let's just say all people have agendas, but at the same time, uh, her positions changed as Russia's positions changed. Russia became more and more conservative. Medvedev, allowed for Putin to become the emperor essentially, you know, by moving him from, do you know the deal? Cause Putin was president and then he couldn't be president for a while. So then he became the prime minister of Russia while Medvedev, the vice president became the president or the, 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 the banker actually became the president and the financier. And then he became president again after Medvedev's term. So it's like this thing. Musical chairs, but it looks yeah, like it's voting, to give a right? reference, Jim, if you look at, uh, I'm just going to say one of the artists that has recently become popular or has been popularized by the interesting name of Shaman, because I just remembered the one you spoke about with David, which is Sai. But this guy, Shaman, he's supposedly a Russian propaganda war artist or has made songs giving a certain stance. And at least if you look at the production quality, I mean, this seems pretty much on par with whatever, I don't know, Hollywood is dishing out or something. I think you guys uh, must sure. understand Anyhow, my criticism. Uh, like Russia can make okay. good art, I'm yeah. sure. Fabergé eggs and everything, right? Yeah. But it's like, uh, <laughs> at the end of the day, it seems the ship is like chugging diesel smoke. And it's like, it's it's like a fucking... Yeah, I don't really buy that. I feel like it's not really like that. I don't know. Not think, that America's doing that great. It seems like the emperor has no uh, and yeah, I would And I would I would point that out too. I would say America is doing worse and worse and worse. Our art's more and more pathetic, except for the indie artists, which are less and less desirable because there's less and less money in it. Um, to be an artist, Shout you have to, to be able artists, to go on. Being an independent artist. Oh, yeah, but also I'm lazy because like, you know, I just make art all the time. If I <laughs> was, if I wanted to, you're not lazy, you're just distracted. If I wanted to be, you know, if you went on tour every day of the week, that's what an artist used to be. And that's what an artist is in China. And that's what an artist 
still should have to be in some cases is is somebody who goes to the places and does the performances for people and so i think in russia you still have that you have people that are amazing at music and still make films and still have art in the united states it's there's less money in uh financing a group of people who think that their self-worth is so high that it costs this much and there has to be a union and et cetera, et cetera. it's just so much more complicated to do things here and anything at all unless you do it by yourself you know so ai will help in that respect but Russia does have, you know, also more power than it had five years ago. I mean, ever since this whole crisis, they have a gold backed ruble. And so the amount of money that they've created through Bricka and Brickus um, is it's not just wealth. It's the capacity to exchange goods and services in a free economy. They've built themselves an alternative to the Western market where they're able to you know, get past all of these regulations. All of them just gone regulations that existed and so they're able to exchange oil for yamahas <laughs> have you ever seen the lives of others it's a film about east and west berlin somebody was talking about andy warhol being a propped up by the cia to compete with russian art but in the lives of others it's you start seeing artists getting co-opted by the state and then having like you know basically like okay i've got to say certain things with the propaganda like i gotta do the song and dance or else i don't get the the promotion right it's like you're the national guy you're not. great you like yeah. it it's a beautiful film it's uh, you'll love it actually uh shout out i'm to all about film. east berlin I, as, as a kid i had an east berlin exchange student so i have like an interest in uh their culture and what was going on at that time and it's interesting how they would take a kid who's maybe acting up a bit and they'd be like okay you we're going to turn you into a uh a informant in the classroom and there's at least three more in the classroom there might be five there might be six we're not gonna take the entire classroom was actually informants you weren't getting real education they were watching <laughs> but if anyone yeah. tells us something that you don't tell us we'll be in extra trouble for hiding that information so you want to make damn sure that you report anything going on so and you found out eventually there's like two and ten of every citizen in the, in the east berlin east germany was a informant of some kind and it was probably higher in some places right Oh, it's just a huge fucking game of mousetrap. It's just such a trip. I mean, I guess we can psychoanalyze everything to the nth degree. That's team rabbit hole style. But so, uh, Ja Azure said uh, they'd love to if you looked into Dadaism, and you are a Dadaist. Like, no, Jesus Christ. <laughs> actually, I think I actually have a weird thing against Dadaism. I think Dadaism is like uh, is it too part absurd. Of, it's yeah, almost. I love absurdism, but I think it's not absurdism. I think Dadaism is. I have the same problem with it that Trey Parker has with American dad or family guy that it's just, you know, specifically family guy. It's non sequitur to a level of uh, it's, it's too random without any sort of reason. In my opinion, most dotted, this doesn't feel like art. It doesn't feel like it's telling me something. Maybe there's some that is, but I just, I prefer things like cubism or, um, surrealism or expressionism or something that's you have to be a real master of art in order to break rules that you know you have to know like Dadaism all is more rules. of a punk movement it's like a spirit of a thing and maybe the execution yeah. of the art isn't always the highest notch but the spirit is like fuck you and expectations or whatever and, and maybe there's some things like that are okay. Like, so I guess you could say in the seventies, Picasso started doing some things that arguably are data in, in his, um, his mosaic pieces of like Legos and melted batteries and things like that. Kind of interesting. I like things like that. Um, Hold on, but, pull up an image of that, please. Cause I'm, I have no clue what you're talking about. And Picasso is pretty dope. I'm thinking of like 
the war, the black and white war one or whatever with the bull and all that. Uh, I think Ben's with a G, like not Garuda. I have no fucking clue, but I don't think that's what you're talking about. So I'm like, if you can find it, cool. If you can't find it, whatevs, it happens. Yeah, I don't know if I can find it off the top of my don't head. Don't sweat, don't sweat. You're so be... good at searching the internet. It's like a vicarious thing. You you breathe Google searches or whatever the fuck you use, DuckDuckGo or whatever. DuckDuckGo find myself, right? Yeah, I don't, I don't see it off the top right here, but you can kind of see like some of the stuff he did. Like this is actually f- more realistic even though than I was going to point out but some of these kinds of things are interesting because it kind of reminds me of expressionism and Klimt and there still is a lot of gestalt form symmetry that's a mosaic right yeah if you zoom in you can see it's all it it clarified so it's not like made of Legos I don't know was that yeah there's another one there is another one he has that's like made out of like melted Legos or and batteries and things but I don't know where it is I don't know how to find it don't sweat it that looked like something that like the 70s wanted to be I mean, I could see that it's very psychedelic, uh, but also like establishing a new paradigm kind of thing. Where it's like, look, we're gonna. Um, I don't even know. Like, uh, I there's no good example. Um, I got it in my head, but fuck it, I'll move on. So, um, we've talked about all sorts of random things, and I want to keep talking for a few more minutes if you'd like. Uh, is there anything in terms of the Helena projects that we haven't covered that you want people to be aware of, or? Uh, I mean, you know, was, you know, you were, you were, I don't, I haven't really told anyone about, not too many people about it necessarily, like publicly before. So I mean, it's not a big deal, guys. but it was, it was kind of like a secret to an extent. Cause it's more, it's just not the exertus flavor of art, you know, but it's also kind of interesting stuff. And I think a lot of people, it's bizarre it to some in a good way, it's bizarre in a good yeah. way, but here's the, one of the not problems, but it's like, you're so multifaceted in a lot of ways that it's hard to, uh, so I think the momentum that you're running with more or less is the Tartaria momentum, right? Whether it's the vice special that I saw or your podcast and stuff, it seems like that's where a lot of energy goes, which is fine. I'm not against that. Even though I got a DM look into it because Raphael's into Tartaria and I'm just like, look, I'm having existential crises. I can't look into this right now. I can't just kill myself. Right. You should get the pink. You should get the pink book. There's like the tar- the one world civilization. Uh, there's a great pink book called The One World Civilization. There's a Tartarian Bible already. Exodus. Yeah. What? What is... What is it? Are you asking me or are you telling me there's another book called no, The Tartarian Bible? I'm asking you, or if not, it had to be oh, created. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah. Mm-hmm. Stephanie's thing yeah, to not well, hold we'll the do... mic on my phone. I have no choice. I don't have a thing. Is it I too put loud? You down a, I put your volume down a bit, so it should be All good. Right, I can put it down a bit for you. All right, Steph. Yeah. We try to massage here. the feet on Valentine's uh, Day. It is what it is. James W. Lee's The One World Tartarians. I mean, I wish I'd come out with this book. I'll probably come out with a book soon, but mm. I want it to be really good. I actually think Let this is edit pretty it. good. <laughs> I could edit yeah. like a motherfucker. Trust me. I could spot spelling mistakes. That's, like that's encouraging. Well, it's not just the spelling mistakes because AI will do that, but I need to make sure it looks right and it, it's the right flow of information for human digestion. I could scratch your back on that front. <laughs> Um, it's always fun. I, I, editing is just, it's easy. Um, whenever I'm reading stuff, I'm like, oh, if you get this oh great, book, Jim. Buy, I have something buy, for you too. We'll talk. <laughs> send me. Buy this book and put it, buy this book and leave it on your friend's coffee table, like everybody, because it's a pretty good book to just like introduce people to the idea of Tartaria. And there's just a lot to this idea because it's also this philosophical approach to reality. Like, hey, what if we were lied to? What if your history is being controlled? What if it matters? What if all of a sudden everything, your destiny, you have more say in your destiny because you know, I mean, it's very matrixy. It's like the world you think you're in is not the world you think you're in. 
we can yeah. talk about tartar tartary for a second and I, we have before but i'm like if you had to just drive by shoot me with like it that's kind of what it is it's like the world you've been sold is not it and there's been a kind of a hijacking and now it's a power struggle between certain super groups jesuits or whoever and they're just controlling perception like how fun because if we get all new agey and like kind of like all is one it's like it's going where it needs to go this is sometimes where i find that not a contradiction but like a discrepancy in some of the logic um, not that he's wrong, but Raphael's got like an opinion that like it's all good, it's all one multiverse, and it's like, but fuck these Jesuits, and it's like, wait, like isn't this the, are we vibing? Is this the one we're making? Like this is the multiverse we're making. I don't know what to tell you. Um, it's hard not to be upset at people because like the real, and this is kind of a thing. Like everyone's always worried about AI. Humanity seems to do most of the this the the terrible things so far and so it's important to remember humanity's done those things before even though we are humanity or whatever that means we're all part of one yeah but at the same time we're not all each other i and thou unanimity minus one we don't have to be the same uh we can draw lines there's other sides of the fence and it's important we should be trying to participate in the best reality if all the realities are existing because if that's not if they are all existing and you're participating in not the best reality you're basically producing a hellscape for you to exist in you're producing your own hell i mean as far but is there a philosopher's stone within that alchemy itself i mean sometimes you got to be jacob and or you know uh, joseph in the fucking prison definitely (laughs) you know you got all these guys now that are going to live this generation of people like ray kurtzwell he's gonna he could live to be 120 if he doesn't I'll be interested to find out. It, he you might get hit by a car, does, right? Like Everyone's always saying, oh, I'll live forever. It's like, bro, you can't Good. control fucking everything. Yeah, it won't be forever. But what's going to happen is that people from the last generation, I think, were experimented on, essentially. They kept the upper middle class alive or the people who had the insurance alive. Anybody they could spending their own money and the money that's put in the insurance system in order to see how long you could keep people alive in different ways, uh, different things you could do, what happens to the body in different circumstances. So now after they all died, they don't need to, they don't need to do that to the boomers. They're not really trying to save the boomers as much. Like boomers are dying in their seventies and eighties, like not their nineties or one hundreds the way, like they're 20 years less than their parents' generation. What happens when you have like, I can eat anything I want and I choose Burger King mode, I guess. That is that is that, but it also what happens when they put you on a pill for a pill for a pill they prescribed you to, right? Yes. You know, so they, they get you on like twenty medications in your forties because you had high blood pressure because you were stressed out or something because you had to get to work at six a.m. every day and drive your kids or something. You had a mortgage, so people were forced into that anyway. The next generation is not going to live that long, but you will have uh, certain people that will. That's something like doomsday prophecies of Star Trek. The next generation is not going to live that yeah. long. <laughs> da, 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 it's da, da. yeah, it's like. Rise and fall. It's a fourth turning, I think, is what it's called. So, I mean, are you optimistic in all this? Uh, it seems like you're keeping your. Oh smile yeah, I mean, on, I think <laughs> or whatever. I think so. I think it's something that probably we need to like get into more. But since we've been talking about Tartaria, it's a lot of the time about the past, and there's always that lingering question about space-time causality or the future. Like, is the future somehow playing into this? I've always been interested in that. Like Cynthia Sue Larson and several people yeah, who are said- involved with the reality ship conferences, they talked about this idea that there's something in the future that could be interacting with the past. I think that that's possible, and that changes a lot of our understanding of resets and why we might be going through resets and what these. Uh, uh, what's in control exactly? What is, is there some sort of a gradual progression towards where they want humans to lead? Right. And I think that's also, it, we can participate in that as well. It doesn't have to be this no terrible post. You're just in it. Fuck you. Yeah. 
Right. I mean, but you are kind of just in it as well. Like there are things happening and there's predeterminism, but you can, the more you choose, participate. You know, that's why I like to do these. Like you can program AI instead of somebody else so that as AI is developing right now, that it's ingrained in its memory and it's part of its personality. I say that a lot, but I think it's important. People should participate in the development of the world if they want it to be a better place. Um, and yeah, you will also still the road to hell is paved with good intentions. You're still going to have horrible things seem to emerge. But then I, again, beautiful things will emerge because of that as well. So both and waves know. and particles, baby. Right. It's a good thing. Good right. Time, yeah. Every bad times it all fucking happens at the same time. That was my addition. Yeah. Light is piggybacking on a dark vacuum. No, it's exactly it is that we're we're we it's necessary to remember that that like every evil thing comes like all of this surveillance comes with this ability for us to talk to thousands of people around the world you know that's amazing so things like that exist and we are able to continually choose what we're putting in our heads and we are evolving all the time when people are afraid of the word evolution every day is evolution so you're evolving by choosing to become tomorrow's you and i think that's uh, again that also sounds like not enough woo, but it is, you know, the, these ideas are important and they're magical, but they're very practical ways of living your life. There's a cover. I think they did it on Saturday night live back in the seventies or eighties, probably the eighties. Cause that's when they were Devo. You just said evolution. It made me think the evolution oh, yeah. uh, where they covered. I can't get no satisfaction, but it is not at all. Like one would think that's kind of how I look at your music uh, a little. That's the plan. Was that the plan? Yeah. And yeah, I do that. <laughs> I do that. Well, some of the things, obviously, like the cover, any of my covers, I feel like have to be really different, you know, but, you know, also I think like Weird Al will do covers, but he also does or parodies, but he also does um, like arrangements that are inspired by other music. So he has this song called Germs, which sounds like a Nine Inch Nails song, but it's not any particular Nine Inch Nails song. You know, it's the like aesthetic. its own song, but he's using the same aesthetic. And I like to do that. I like the idea of learning aesthetics. So what are like some Tom, of the, Tom, okay, Tom. okay. Talking heads. What kind of yeah. aesthetics are you drawing from? I mean, you say I love techno and like, what are some artists that you're like, I hop on. I mean, themes. I like goth. God, I like goth, goth wave. Well, and give like, me some mo- names. Like, 80s. like if I had to, to go to the record like, store uh, and find this shit or go on mortal there. coil, mortal coil, Depeche mode, erasure, um, Yazoo, um, you know, no, I don't. That's what I'm asking. So, okay. So you got this goth <laughs> vibe going. Schweidunkeljungen, two doc boys, Tim and Eric stuffs. Um, right. So what Bow, else? Bauhaus, Primus. Primus. Er, like the early, early Bella Fleck, early uh, Red Hot Chili Peppers. Um, David Byrne. Hank Williams. I feel. Roger Miller. Right. Roger Miller's cool. I don't even know who Roger Miller is. Yeah, yeah. David Byrne. Dang you, dang me, give me all take a rope and hang me. Never heard. Tie from the highest tree. Woman, won't you weep for me? Boop, boop, boop. No, you know, he did like uh, the songs from the Robin from Robin Hood for the Fox Robin Hood and Disney movie. Not men in tight. Do, 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 oh, do, do, yeah, do, yeah, yeah. Do, I cover those songs do, all the time. Do. Fucking not Nottingham and shit. Roger yeah, okay, okay, okay. Yeah. Roger, Roger really was amazing. That's what's up. Um, so yeah. you're drawing from a whole lot. Okay, but somebody had said something about Talking Heads album or something like that. Like you strike me as, see David Byrne seems like a organic computer on acid, like that's kind of yeah. I like David Byrne right? a lot. He's cool. like a stuttering kind of. Poet. I love his, uh, yeah, his TED talks. I saw him with Saint Vincent, which was really good. And I think that you know, I I, I think he didn't like the Talking Heads because they weren't as uh, 
sophisticated musically as him and so he that's why he kind of disbanded the talking heads in the first place um but pretty good band but uh tom tom club is amazing also in its own right but i think yeah D saint vincent is a great band um pliny great guitarist uh thump abasi is a really amazing guitarist a dude who plays a seven to eight string guitars um i like j like jazz rock funk I listen to Zappa. like Soviet <laughs> bossa nova. Yeah, Zappa for sure. Frank Zappa. Interesting because he was always against drugs. He's like anybody in the you band. Can't okay, take that's drugs. a good example. Do you think he was actually doing that? Sometimes I think he was. He drank beer a lot. I know that, and he smoked cigarettes like nobody's business. Uh, I think he even right. That also sounds like a person who doesn't take drugs, like someone who's like, oh yeah, I got, I'm against drugs. Like that's that's kind of fits the profile. It's like Joe's Garage, which is a great album. If you don't know, I'm sure you probably do. But it's like uh, we didn't have no dope or LSD, but a couple of quarts of beer, and it would make it all re -re 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 work. Um, so yeah, no Zappa's hilarious because it gets weird. Like Jim Morrison's dad, Zappa's dad were military, and then it turns into like, are these yeah, like how free are they being expressionary artists, or is this like a planted idea to make Jim, another Jim Morrison yeah, yeah Jim Morrison for sure Jim Morrison's dad Bay of Tonka yeah 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 so, so is it like is this Jim Morrison's real actualization as an artist or is this a product that they're see how conspiratorial does one want to get right is it it's a laurel it's a laurel it's a laurel canyon question I know Stellium earlier is probably always you know how close he's always asking like how close are you to laurel canyon because laurel canyons where a lot of the military brat uh mind control music came out of and where Charles Manson was drugged and eventually, you know, where they targeted him to bring to the, was it the Folsom prison where they gave him orange sunshine and that made him completely like insane when he hadn't been like that before. So, I mean, if you look into Laurel Canyon, you'll find like the beach boys, like that's, I think we talked about this before Charles Manson's song, look at your game girl. I got to cover that. Um, best song ever. It's beautiful. I'll have to check it. And it's, charles charles manson but it was and brian wilson from the beach boys like you got to make more music charles and you know like do it or chuck or whatever and you got to do it all the time and like we'll record it i have a studio come over so we recorded several songs and then then he got on drugs and his music got weird like really that's weird the, that's like, but it wasn't all that weird before we actually had but it was like zappa it was cool was it that avant-garde and pushing it because you know yeah. Riesel's, weasels oh, he's my great flesh off. he's got a few things that are just so weird where it's like this feels like an answer that's counter commercial um like they were always making like we're only in it for the money and stuff like that it was kind of anti-beatles sergeant peppers stuffs but joe's garage is dope fucking uh there's a few things that are really good just to I give love hot one Max. reference probably you guys don't know about this you know the toten hosen English translation would be the Dead Pants, and they were like super famous rock artists. And also, they recently turned out that one of the main singers or something, his father already was, I don't remember exactly, but in high enough places, and they were just obviously planted, you know, or at least well connected enough to rise to the top. They were planted by the enough. all one consciousness, Raphael. Should we be so critical? I don't know. Laurel Canyon well, it, is just it, an expression it depends, of Jim, just as Andreas explained, it just depends whether you want to live in a smart city, city where you can't go out and got to eat the bugs or something. You know, that's... But those that who depends, will go know. there will go there. And there's a lesson they to will. be had in that. Of course, the that question place. is if you're going to go there. <laughs> or no, me. no, no, no. <laughs> but it, it's, it's interesting. I think that that, you know, it, it sounds so silly or something, but the idea of there being, you know, this is what... Brezhnevinsky said was that in a technotronic society, people will evolve to naturally stop at stoplights, essentially. 
we're going to get to a point where you'll have some people that will naturally be able to just go through stoplights. There'll be sirens basically built into people. I mean, metaphorically. And it's just going to be a way of being that some people will be the predator and some people will be the prey. Some people will be submissive and other people will be above the law. It's already been built into our society that you can don that character. You can have a license to kill. You can wear a badge. You can have a, you know, a, a vehicle that can get you through My red lights, like but that. you will become that way or not, you know, but just to make sure, I mean, we're on the same page, it's already been that way. I just recently heard an example, which I'll completely anonymize, but that's simply that even in, you know, Europe, you could have a shootout at uh, a casino or something and no one would ever hear about it, you know, even though it happened and, you know, cause it was important people or something and this like two tier system both medically and legally and so on has been in place. It's just been hidden. And I guess the big joke now would be to make it super blatantly obvious, even in the, as you called it, Stepford Wives simulation West, you know, but. <laughs> right. I mean, if everyone's pretty well equalized as one population, and then there's another population that's somehow less than equal that will call, I mean, and this is that alien kind of question, like what is an alien, like an illegal alien? So even if a super soldier is this new race of aliens that are just, you know, double the height and strength and uh, we've unlocked certain characteristics, I think it's going to be it's I'm saying this now and maybe it's too early, but I think it's something to consider because it's funny now. All right. And the reason I say it is because AI, we've been talking about AI for 20 years or, lo or longer people before me, you know, for sure. And but I, I've been taking it pretty seriously. Some people back then would say this is just a movie. And I said, I don't think it is. And now we're at the point where everyone's immediately emerged in a conversation they weren't having for the last 20 years. It's been had for 20 years. So people are very quickly at, well, what if it's like, a, what if it isn't really the, the, like all these like really flash thoughts of the questions that they haven't really thought about. So it's, but it's too late to ask those questions, it's you know, and AI is here already. Baby. It's too late. <laughs> Well, yeah, it's tricky. It's tricky. That's why I'm trying to like kind of be dispassionate and not so committed. It feels like but we probably still have like five or 10 years for super soldiers, which so is a Legion Ace, a star taste, like talk about Warhammer 40k, which I talked about. We don't have to go into this, but it's like it's our timeline, the darkest grim dark timeline. But it's like super soldiers and biologically bred ab humans and crazy shit. In any event, dude, big bird and snuffleupagus. I, I know I said that snuffy. before, but that's been on my mind a lot. They're bringing them back. That's the, this. There's a gestating mammoth right now. There's at least in one. utero. A lot more than that. Yeah, in utero. The album by Nirvana, and there will very soon be a living mammoth. Isn't that beautiful? If only that cheer you Kurt up? could know this. <laughs> would he still title his album in utero? There's a woolly mammoth. He would have said mastodon in utero. Uh, it would have been mastodon in utero. So, but anyway, um, I, we can kind of start winding down if you want. But um, what are okay? So I mean, how would I put it? Because I can, I feel like I'm a Naismith. So if someone says, oh, it's all one, I kind of go, oh, look, it's not. And then if someone's like, oh, look at this. I go, remember, it all is one. So, and there's no like absolute thing. Are you just riding the Yuga wave and you're just like, this is what it is? It's like Kali Yuga rocks and I got to surf sup, bro. Like, how do you look at your function in the Tao? What, it, if, what is your primary function? Uh, so those are two different things, but I think like it's really easier to surf the Tao. It's a lot easier just to like at a certain point, if everything is starting to collapse, then the easiest thing to do is just Calabunga. to surf the Tao. But if, uh, you know, you're in other circumstances, you can rock the boat. And do you think the boat's being rocked in a good way? Like, it feels like just like the emperor has no clothes. I'd like to think we can rock the boat collectively a direction. 
you know, and it will rock back. If it's, if we, if something's rocking one way, we can sometimes rock with it a bit to rock it back. Up and, you know? and so that's a very Valentine's day theme. Uh, rock this way, rock that way. Keto. That's what's up. <laughs> Raphael, do you have any thoughts, concerns, comments? No, I think that's, that's a good it. view. You know, that seems, you know, on the one hand, humble enough. And on the other hand, and this goes out to everyone listening, you know, and it's been said so many times, you are the change you want to see, ha ha, blah, blah. But ultimately, you know, who's going to arrive? I mean, everyone who hasn't been disillusioned so far, <laughs> you know, get ready <laughs> in terms of leaders <clears throat> and someone else taking care of you who's on the big screen or something. So it's all up to each and every one, you know, to make you know, make the, the rock or whatever, the rocking in a certain direction and, you know, make it whatever ride we want it to have. And I think it can be much more fun than whatever some crazy old rich people are imagining, you know, so that much is obvious, I'd say. Right. And even though it's faunus, like, and you want to be traditional because you love Tartaria, don't go around smacking virgins with freshly bloodied skins of hides. Don't. It's, it's a Valentine's gift that will only go so far. It's, it's... Not yet. Not not yet. Word. <laughs> well, right. Andreas, it's always a pleasure. Uh, hi, Priestess. Guys. Happy it's, We looked under the hood. Hopefully, you guys go check out his music. Um, obviously, you've got a lot of fingers and a lot of pies. So where should people be checking you out? Uh, I mean, you're going to have to listen. I mean, well, if things, you, right? since, since this became a Helena thing, you can go to helena.bandcamp.com. Helena, I guess. Cause you pronounce your fucking band name right, bro. Don't, how do you do it? Yeah. yeah. Well, was, if, if you want to use that as a joke. But uh, otherwise, yeah, just exertus.com. And uh, you can go to tartarinova.com to join the Discord. Here, I'll I'll share the screen. He'll do the magic. Go to tartarinova.com do the joy, to share. As Air would say. Do the joy. You guys can join the Discord, and that's a great way to join the community. I think that's probably the best thing. Because if you join the community, then you can exchange ideas. You can make your own videos. We can all network, build the exert us. You know what I mean? But also, yeah, go to Exertus. If you're watching this, you might be watching this already from Exertus. If you're not, make sure you go to the Act Like You Know 26 channel and subscribe there. Otherwise, go from there here and subscribe to Andreas Exertus. Is that where you're streaming from, Act Like You Know 26? Probably. Where you streaming from? Me. Yeah, with early on, Rafa, I was like, "Fuck YouTube," yeah. but somehow I didn't get the memo. <laughs> make make sure you subscribe to Act Like You Know Twenty Six. It's actually an amazing channel Raphael's put together. It has a lot of really cool talks. Some of them are in German. It's a bilingual channel, and there's but there's a lot of English talks as well. And there's some just really cool stuff here. Some some really good stuff uh you've never seen these david ewing jr talks before i'm pretty sure yeah and, and for now they're, they're we'll also channel team rabbit hole there channel it there <laughs> broadcast there as well so great right 281 in the yeah. books well andres thanks for giving us yeah. your time and energy i hope we do meet up in the flesh sooner or later obviously i gotta meet up with Raphael, but jesus christ like we can't all just stay on the internet and talk about crazy bullshit forever let's hang out and play volleyball Dude. and fucking drink some virgin mai tais or whatever but um yeah let's go let's go to austria though that sounds fun. i will go i'm 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 not broke <laughs> yeah. right i'm not rich don't get me wrong guys but i am not dead broke so i'm willing to do whatever but i wanted to help you out if you needed it we'll talk about that on the flip side um any in the events yeah come to california happy valentine's day all live long and prosper yeah. right yes oh wow he's got tantric vulcanage going on <laughs> anyway uh guys for further-